inside the bridge you suddenly felt calm simply passing through the world and What up, Julian? Hey, hello. Sorry, I'm a little late. Looks like you're, looks like you're floating in space. I know. I'm trying to fix that. It's, it's just like whenever I use Zoom now, I normally have to like blur my background. Yeah. Jordan was excited about your sweatshirt. Yeah. My, my uh, Dungeon Master sweatshirt. Classic. It's very well worn at this point. I have to be thoughtful about when I actually put it to wash. Like I have to like calculate how much do I want to wear this because I don't want to get too dirty. Because if I keep washing it, it's all gonna get faded away. So I like it's it's just fun. It's become a game in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's kind of fun though. What? Like, the more worn it gets, like it's well loved. You know, it gets cooler. But because I don't want it to become gone. <laughs> People pay a lot of money for something to be worn like that, you know? To yeah, get that well, aesthetic. it'll earn its uh, vintage appeal over time. I was literally watching on Instagram influencer today who was like cutting the seam on a shirt. Like she was cutting the like neck to open up the seam for like the vintage feel. Hmm. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. <laughs> that's like uh we Jared and I were out last weekend and we're at this kind of like gastro pubby kind of deal, like not like a nice spot, but you know, a little a little elevated fare and beers. And we were just sitting outside on the patio and there was this couple, you know, middle aged, maybe like early to mid fifties. And <laughs> you could look at them and clearly tell they were I think he was wearing like a some southern college football hat and like he was wearing like these american flag like shorts and he's wearing this t-shirt and there was oh actually this is a perfect example to use so he's wearing this t-shirt with a, a hole in the armpit and it was like a like a big hole and jordan was like oh like that looks so stupid and i was like well i have a lot of t-shirts with holes in the armpits <laughs> like literally i'm wearing one right now oh my and that's yeah that's <laughs> the same size as but, your sleeve hole. I have yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just the yeah. armpit window. No, my shirts, my shirts rip the exact same way when I wear them in. Yeah, so I think it's because like the way I, t- I like take them off or put them on or something. But yeah. I've had this, sh- I've had this shirt for probably like seven years now. And but I was, I was saying, I was like, you know, yeah, mine do too. And before she even said anything, I was like, but that's like my, that's like my style, you know, it like fits me. And she was like, if you say so, like I guess like, that's like. <laughs> how you justify it to yourself I'm like yeah you know like it's like me i don't know but he just looks stupid but i don't look stupid so. should we yeah Get out of the way. shall we i'm just watching my pasta but i can play yeah i see that i'm having a crisis of comfort right now where yeah i'm like having like hangover sweats right now but I'm not hot. Like I'm, I'm kind of cold. So I don't want to put the AC on because then I'll be chilly. But then maybe I should just like put on sweatpants 
and maybe a sweatshirt but then I, if i get too hot then i'm gonna be like really sweating and then it's like i just don't know what to do right now i think the ac will have a hangover yeah i like the ac with a sweater that's literally what i'm doing right now so then should i put sweatpants on or should i do like sweater and shorts you have I've, a, got, to like, I've got like pajama pants like comfiest pajama i don't have, pants. I, don't have I don't have pajama pants though i just have sweatpants those are, I mean, I, I kind of use them interchangeably, so. I think, I think probably non-sweatpants because your 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 legs, like, retain all the heat. Yeah, so I, like, yeah, because I don't want to get start getting sweaty legs because then I get sweaty butt and sweaty balls, and then I just feel dirty, and then it's, like, and I just say an edible, so then I'll just feel, like, extra dirty. So it's not. <laughs> no, okay. That really is a crisis of comfort. It'll be the only so thing. thing. Right. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, Godspeed. If it was if it was me, I would just I can't make it better ever. So I just like, like I just sit I just sit in it. I a nice dry room with like just zero humidity, all the heat in the world that exists, and just sweat it out, and then try again later. <laughs> Like I said, you know, sleep it off. <laughs> that's, that's it. When I'm all over, I like to be cold. Go in the pool, cold, cold burst walk. That's, yeah, those do help. AC on my face. Nothing, yeah, nothing like jumping in a pool when you're hungover. Oh my God, it's best Yeah. I, swimming definitely. Not the best feeling. Low key reinforced that for me in college. <laughs> Not the best feeling ever, but certainly just one of the most relieving feelings. Yeah. They should like serve the chips and like popping separately, and that's it's so heavy. Oh, did you did you pull it back out of the fridge? Yeah, they should. There's so many chips under there too. I didn't even I realize there's so many. Like, there's a good ratio between nacho and topping, but can't get to it. Yeah. Are you talking about nachos? Yup. <laughs> No, I will say I've been advocating for a long time to stop making tall nachos and make long nachos, right? Because then yep. you have yeah, yep. like extend the plate out. I don't want it all piled on top, and then half the thing is naked chips. Like spread it out long way so it's more surface area, cover more chips with more toppings. I've been advocating for a long time. Uh, any anyone that is willing to listen at this point, <laughs> anyone who will listen, yeah. Nachos I've been myself. kicked out of several restaurants. Not <laughs> <laughs> myself. I make it on a baking tray. Mm. Well, I feel like they know that, and so they like it's purposefully built high to conserve the toppings, so they don't have to pay for as many toppings. But I mean, what costs what costs more the the chips or the toppings? I feel like, I feel like the toppings. I don't know. I think because the yeah. toppings are a bunch of different things at like varying yeah, prices, like, while the chips like, are just like one thing. That you could buy yeah, but, but it's more of that thing. It's like a little bit of like onion, a little bit of salsa, a little bit of sock, you know what I mean? Oh. Just smaller portions, but you start getting the big bags of chips, that's gonna start pressure. It keeps up. it small by it just did. going vertical. If they start horizontal, <laughs> then they like, use more. This place makes their own chips but. Like the labor cost. Yep. You know what they should do is just put like give you basically like a seven-layer dip on the side mm. and like and like, and like mm. cheesy tortilla chips and then you can like 
just yeah. dip it and get as much topping as you want. And that was gonna be that was gonna be my suggestion. That, that's what separate separate it all. That's how they should. When you get nachos takeout, that's how they should give it to you. Yep. Yeah, it's all separate. Um. All right. Let's get started. Oh, we gotta do the thing. Thing. Wait, wait. Does anyone have a fun fact before we before we get started? Is anyone ready with? Because I I don't. Uh. This is a part of your weekly like like. Wait, so college. so you have one ready to go? I I, I just made one up a second ago when you said it, and it, I think it's pretty good. Okay. All right. Go. That's, okay. All right. All right well, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you. We'll, we'll go to you. Go me Yeah. Go me right. last. <laughs> Yo, 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 welcome to Drunkards and Dragons, where a group of mental health workers across the country take turns being the DM or a player for various virtual campaigns and misadventures. My name is Kawi. I'm going to be DMing again tonight for, I think this is the third session in a row of um, Rogar and the Heartbreakers uh, grinding through a mega dungeon. Yeah, I guess I don't have a fun fact for today. My This is another week. I feel like maybe it was last week or the week before. I feel like because we record this typically on Sundays, and I feel like I've been coming into it very hungover <laughs> and like brain soupy and then taking edibles to try to counter that. And then I just like don't think of a fun fact. So my I mean, my, my fun fact was that last night I stood next to a big buck hunter HD, um, got very intoxicated with a good friend and made fun of a lot of ivy league school kids that were wearing a lot of uh pastel and polos and one at one point i was purposely bumping into as many as them as i could like rather <laughs> aggressively and just saying oh scusi a scusi pretending to be an italian exchange student so um <laughs> that is my fun fact and um the fact that i'm doing that and i'm almost 30 years old so <laughs> that's how I that's how I have fun when my girlfriend is across the country and I don't know what to do with myself. She is truly m- my tether to this reality. So <laughs> you went back because you're a real life degenerate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all there, you said. <laughs> there is no there is no parasocial bonding that's gonna be happening with with me and the audience. <laughs> I'm not gonna be the one that anyone latches onto and is like, wow, I think that. Kyle and I would really get along in real life. And I think I feel like I understand him. You don't. You don't, and we wouldn't. So don't try. Anyways, um, I'll send it over to the titular Rogar, um, Tyler. All right. I'm Tyler. I play Rogar, the half-orc cleric, who has a penchant for thunder and storms. Uh, Rogar's fun fact this week is he thinks he is the only person who has ever had a dream. He... It has them and ever since he was a kid and he was old enough to realize that you know dreams are dreams but he was too scared to tell anybody that he thought he had this special ability because he didn't want anyone to think he was a lunatic so he just like secretly covets all of his dreams and thinks he's the only one who has them 
it's never really it's weird that it's never come up in the conversation more <laughs> but he, he you know he's gone this long without anyone else talking about there so he thinks he's the only one <laughs> all right rogar with the um the mind powers the powers of the minds <laughs> yeah he likes I wonder, little... if, I wonder if he thinks that like if he hones his skill enough that his dreams will become realities and he'd be able to live them Oh no, he he th- he he thinks they're real. He thinks he's somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. He does. Okay. He lived all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All um, right, Jordan, you're next. I'm Jordan. I play Zolus, the druid half elf. Um, my fun fact for this week is that um, Zolus chose like the mountain circle, circle of the mountain, for her studies because she's afraid of heights. So she thought that the skills and abilities around developing her druidic powers would help with this. And it has. Now, like with like the ability to spider climb, she realized that she's not so much afraid of heights as she's just afraid of falling. That's fair. Well, I mean, what is a fear of heights other than a fear of falling? I don't know. All right, are they the same thing? Call in and let us know. Um, Paris Hilton. Yeah, well, you, you'll be you'll be on in the the phone queue behind Paris Hilton because she calls every week. So just uh just 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 wait on the line, you know, and let us know if you are a um doctor of phobias, a uh, phobiologist. Let us know. Therapist. What is the difference? <laughs> what is the difference between a fear of falling and a fear of heights? Phobia. Subscribe, hit, subscribe to that Patreon too for a recorded uh, Paris conversations covert that we covertly. <laughs> they have it after the show, so. <laughs> yeah, she's actually like she's on the live call. Um, like she's she's on with us right now, but she. I'm sorry, I'm blowing up your spot, Paris, but she didn't like to 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 talk during it. She just likes to be here with us and experience it with us. And then we kind of have like a little after show where where we break down the 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 night's adventures and and she's actually the host of that one so <laughs> if on, on the patreon you'll see her in our zoom video call <laughs> yeah her mic's just muted <laughs> yeah yeah she's nervous <laughs> just like public speaking <laughs> all right julian finish this up all right. Uh, hello, my name is Julian. I play Yandar, the human paladin. So Yandar's fun fact. So Yandar, being a human, right, is the only member of the party who does not have night vision or dark vision. <laughs> I mean, I guess none of, no one has night vision. Uh, but I... So, so this has really been bothering Yandar. Um, and unbeknownst to his uh, party mates, He's been, uh, his, his fellow heartbreakers, he's been uh, scratching away at, at designs, tinkerings, you know, building schematics, one might, one might uh, say. He, he's possibly thinking about, you know, hmm, maybe, maybe down the line, I might try to build myself, my own glasses that will okay. allow me to see in the dark. Uh, but, but we'll see. That's, that's, that's just something that he's working on in the background. In, in, in whenever we're short resting, you know, if you're looking at that tableau, you just see Yandar sort of off to the side, just just scratching furiously at paper, doing equations. So right now you're retconning all the short rests that that you are 
have been using <clears throat> some sort of tool to create um, a new. No, 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 he hasn't created anything yet. He's just like, he's just drawing sketches. Just drawing sketches. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see how, we'll see how it works out for him. I feel like it's been like a running joke in this campaign that no one has, like, you've never seen dark vision goggles or you've never, I... no short shopkeepers ever has ever had them. And you've like asked several people and they like, like the idea. So maybe by the time this is all said and done, they'll be like commonplace, and because you've like inspired so many shopkeepers to, to create dark vision goggles. Well, you know, I think he's sort of getting to the point where it's like, you know, if you want something done right, you just gotta do it yourself. And uh, you know, let's let's get let's take a hand at this uh, tinkering business. All right. With that, let's jump into it. Um, a quick recap of our last session. The Heartbreakers continued their adventure through the trap-ridden tomb. They explored the east side of the corridors and found another smaller tomb and sarcophagus. But this time, instead of zombies, the group were met with the incorporeal spirit of a young former princess who was trapped in the tomb, but very much unaware of her death. Zolas and Yandar spent some time trying to tactfully calm the spirit's anxiety, but were ultimately unable to do so. The young spirit ultimately released her anger, onto the party, and called upon swarms of undead spiders from deep within the tomb's walls. The group fought hard and destroyed the enemies before Zolus was reunited with a staff of the python, but was able to successfully withstand the serpent god that tried to co-inhabit her mind. Rogar, however, was not as lucky, and after a brief battle of gods in his mind, he had a new passenger with him. As the group was composing themselves, they heard, then saw, an animated key bounce past them up another corridor to the north. So that is where we pick up. You guys are all up in this tomb still. The way out is through, essentially, the throat and out the mouth of the big skeleton uh, face and jaw that you climb in, climb through to get into here, and then back out into the hallway. As far as you know, but you haven't really investigated. You haven't investigated um, things. I mean, you can do whatever you want. All right, <clears throat> uh, uh, guys. First and foremost, sorry I hurt you during the battle. It was pretty selfish of me to think that I could override anybody's decision making. So, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I actually uh, wanted you to do that shockwave thing again. I, I, the thunder wasn't too wasn't too bad and it hit a lot of enemies you know i actually thought it was a pretty good call no 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 i hurt my friends in the process so bad i mean i don't know i think we're all okay <laughs> in response so yeah uh, Rogar. all right the <laughs> rogar takes note but yeah it's like tries to can't can't let it show that it bothers him <laughs> all right well should we keep exploring yeah, where do you want to? Where do you want to go back out to the main corridor? Yeah, I mean, I think we like we already searched this room, right? So I think we're good mm -hmm. here. Uh, I mean, you just looked inside the sarcophagus. Oh, um, okay. But that was really it. Oh yeah, I haven't got my character sheet up, uh, but I'm pretty certain I I'm not good at. <laughs> oh yeah, I need Lucian's up too. What happened at the end again? Did her skull explode? Yeah, her skull exploded. 
the you guys opened the sarcophagus, got the stuff out of it and whatnot. You have uh the new you have Moa in you now, the serpent yeah. god, and then there was like you heard like a clinking, a rhythmic clinking, and then you looked out into the hallway and saw like an animated key. Oh yeah, with like a, with like a skull on top, bouncing up the hall. Oh yeah, should we? We should go. We should probably go get that key. Let's go get that guy. All right. Yeah, I mean, we haven't ran like ran into any locked doors really yet, but uh, you know, you never know when when we we might need it. All right, the keys turn let's on the inside. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm I'm following you, Rogar. I kick I kick it out. <laughs> All right, so there we go, Rogar. You climb out. Give me a perception check. Oh, oh boy, these lights, these flickering I lights. Yes, that's good. There could only be two. With a ten, as you're crawling through the the mandibles and the jaw of this giant skull back into the main corridor, as you come out the other side, you hear a faint as one of the flames in the eye sockets goes out. And now there's one flame. Oh shit! Bullets. Mechanism. Uh, guys, uh, th- th- there's only one flame now, like before. Uh. Lucy, like, oh, I don't know what to do. If I remember correctly, it was the third person got chomped on. <laughs> so who feels the most, out of us three still in the room, who feels the most comfortable with trying to dive out of the way? Uh, I guess, well, I'm, I'm like kind of dexterous. Like I'd be okay. I you also just healed me a bunch, so like I'll survive. Yeah, and I'll, I'll you know I'll stand nearby. We can I'll cheer you on. Okay, so Yandar, do you want to go n- next, and then Zolus, and then I'll go after Zolus? Uh, sure, I'll go through, and I walk through the flame or not the flame, the skull door. All right, you go through the second flame extinguishes. Now there are no flames ignited in the skull's eye sockets. Okay, I jump. All right, you jump through. Give me a dexterity saving throw. She gets she gets a plus five for being near you. Ten. Ten. All right. As you try to swiftly leap through. The jaws of the skull, it clamps down on you, and you take 26 points of bludgeoning damage as it crushes around your your high ankle as you go through. And you kind of, as it releases, it chomps down, and then a second later, uh, slowly opens back up, and you kind of tumble out of the way and limp back over to your party. My egg broken. <laughs> uh, both of the flames are backlit, and Lucian kind of like sheepishly walks through. He's like, "Sorry." That, <laughs> that how, how down are you, Zolus? Like, how many hit points? Um, I'm at eighty-six. Fifty-two. Fifty-seven. So I'm like right at my a little over half. Wait, no. Like, how many? Have you lost? 
well, I, you guys just healed me. So I was almost up. I just lost 26. Altogether, right. I'm at 57 of 93. Okay. Yeah, I can I can heal 26. Um, I, I go over to Jordan, or I go over to Zolas's, uh just, you know, dust for an ankle. And I, and I lay on hands uh, and say a little prayer and give Zolas 26 hit points. Right. Zolas, you feel this radiant energy begin to flow into your ankle and you feel much, much better afterwards. Phew. Could have been worse. Yeah. yeah. All right. Where's, uh, where's that key? I'm looking around for the key. Um, you saw it go up to the north. Right. Key time. Let's go to the north. Oh, what the fuck? So you guys turn the corner. Yandar, you go to the hallway directly north. Are you guys following behind him or are you going a different way? I'm following behind him. Yeah. Okay. So you guys go to the north and then it, it kind of serpentines and zigzags to the west and then back up to the north. And as you round this corner, you see along the walls, the walls are about 12 feet high, or uh, the ceiling is about 12 feet high. And along the walls, parallel, there are engraved and carved into the stone pictures of birds and various action stages of flying whether they're gliding or, or flapping or whatnot um, all all over floor ceiling on these walls blocking your progression is uh, to the north is a large propeller with five sharp blades that is spinning quite furiously and you can you can feel like a gust of wind coming from it. And on as you turn the corner, you see the key somehow on the other side of this propeller. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Bound, bouncing uh, through the corridor further past. Classic. Oh, that's, that's just great. Well, I mean, if a key can get by, then we must be able to. Does anyone have a... I don't know. <laughs> what by what measure? <laughs> Why, who, I, I assume we're smarter than a key. Look at that well, thing. I've never seen a key d- hop before, let alone I don't know what it's capable of. <laughs> I don't <laughs> All right, uh, what are we capable of? Let's can we uh I mean should we like smash it? <laughs> The the blade, I mean the propeller. We could we could try. Well, that's just okay. So it must be real if we're feeling a gust of wind. So it's not illusory or anything, and it's probably not magic. Um, okay, yeah. I will say right right now the the speed in which the propeller is turning, like it doesn't. It's not crazy fast. Like you are able to to see through it and see like you know split seconds of gaps that you know maybe the most dexterous could try to leap through but it doesn't i don't know rpms but it doesn't seem like it's going at max speed right now mm. okay i just walk up to it with my mace out and see if i can like jam it like i put my mace in between the spokes and see if it'll like stop on it so the propeller is about 20 feet to the north of you. 
you walk about ten feet up. Um, ah. and <laughs> give me a give me a perception check. Oh, okay. Fucking trap city in here. Eight plus. Okay. Five, Yandar. <laughs> no, that's just it's only for saving throws. Yeah. All right, so so you start walking, and you're very focused on the propeller, and you walk up right to it. It's going. He just left the pocket. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you wanted to try to put your your mace in it. Yeah. Just like a regular mace. Yeah. Okay. As you walk up, you walk in with mace in hand, and you try to jam it into something to try to stop the propellers, and you get it in there, and the propeller snaps the mace clean in half. No! Okay. Um, Um, Now, I need you to make a acrobatics check. Okay. Oh, no, actually, no, sorry. Um, I need you to make a strength saving throw. A strength saving throw? Yeah. Uh, That is also an eight. Okay, so you are so focused on trying to get your mace to stop these blades that you did not realize how fast they started going and that they started going faster as you were approaching, almost as if you set off some some trigger (laughs) to increase the speed of this propeller. And now, up close to it, you realize that the way that it's spinning, it's before it's creating just a gen- a general wind. Now it is a forceful wind. However, the way that the blades are angled, oh, it is not no. a forceful wind pushing you away. No. But, no. but, but, but pulling you in. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Uh, so you failed your strength save. So what that does is oh, you get sucked into this propeller. Where's the rope? I need, I need you to make a... Now I need you to make an acrobatics check. Oh my god, okay. Can we, like, start doing something? Like, we see this happening, right? <laughs> yeah, but this... I mean, you you, took, you guys took no precautions. Rogar just went up there. Seven. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling oh. real nice. I'm rolling real dice now. All right. Let me get all my fucking dice here. Okay. Oh, God. Do we have magic rope or do we just have regular rope? I don't think we have. Think you guys have magic rope in mine. Yeah. Rogar, Uh, as you lose your footing and get sucked into this propeller, you take 53 points of of bludgeoning damage as you get literally spun around this thing and shot out on the other side. So you are now on the other side of the propeller. (laughs) Very much uh, worse for wear. Fucking half my HP in one shot. Okay. I don't. Holy oh, shit! Are you, are you, are you okay? okay? <laughs> can, you, can you guys hear me over the fan? <laughs> what the fuck? So, so yeah. So oh, yeah, you notice we? that as you get sucked through, you can hear the fan begin to slow down a little bit, back to its speed at which it was when you first entered this uh, corner. Okay. Don't. I don't know what happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't do what I did. <laughs> are, are you are you safe over there? Can can you like sit down for a minute and just wait for us? And- yeah, oh wait, I no, get the key. Up. Get the key. Where's the yeah, key? Where's the key in comparison to me? All right, so no, wait, no, I'm not making any more decisions without you guys. <laughs> well, can you at least see the key? Yeah, can I see the um, key? No, you do not see the key. What you do see, I I can tell you real quick what you do see. All right, so you're looking. I'm going to move you up a little bit just so your character has a little bit more vision so you can see what I'm talking about. So you see what looks like another smaller tomb, like the two you have already been in. Yep. It is a 30 by 30 room. You can see the entire room from just the, the entryway here. In the middle... A deep pit opens up with a stone sarcophagus resting at the bottom. As the other two sarcophagus, sarcophagi, sarcophaguses have had animal-like carvings into them. Uh, this one does as well. A what looks like a snarling monkey-like creature um, is engraved into the lid of the sarcophagus. Beyond the pit, on the other side, directly across from you, uh, this pit is about. 10 to fit like maybe like 12 and a half feet across okay. um from one side to the other there's also room on the other on the out, outside so it's easy to to like see um around it there is there well, there are look what appear to be three treasure chests um and they sit on stone dioceses and that's as much you see right now is just this pit with a sarcophagus on the bottom with a monkey-like creature carved into it, and directly across from you, on the other side of this pit, the stone pit, are three chests. Okay. Great. And yeah. you, but you don't you don't see the key. Okay, that's what I hollered to the other guys. There's uh, a chest and another crypt with a monkey on it. Okay, we'll definitely leave the crypt alone. I think you've had enough gods for one day. <laughs> I don't know. It's the third time's a charm. That's also true. <laughs> Monkeys are pretty... Maybe I'll get a tail. All right. Well, attacking it didn't really seem that great. It, it's no, moving... It, it was It was speeding up as he approached it. Um, it's moving, like, significantly too fast for us to, like, even think about rolling through or, like, passing through, right? I mean, you can certainly think about it. It would just be... You know, there would just be a, a series of checks that you would have to pass to try to. Make but I mean, it like, across. how how fast how fast is it moving? Like, if this thing is like moving so fast, I can't even tell. Like, I can't even see a gap between the blades. I wouldn't attempt that. No, I right no right right now. It's it's certainly not. You notice that when it's going kind of like full speed, there is still some small gaps that you can see. Mm. where where it's not physically impossible to jump through this thing you might still get nicked a little bit but certainly not rogar's outcome is not the only outcome possible all right i mean should we try should we try to jump on through zolas how's your ankle feeling i feel like okay i want to see like i want to like slow down a little and like go slowly about halfway down the room um, and see if there's like any switch or me- mechanism that maybe we're missing that might help. All right, you go 
and you walk up to about halfway up, 10 feet up into the hallway where you noticed it started speeding up when where when Rogar got to this point before. Go ahead and give me a perception check. And I say you can do it with advantage because you know that something did activate this when Rogar was approaching. You're just trying to figure out what that exactly is. All right. Nat, with a natural 20. Wow. Be, I mean, you, you go for about five feet up the hall and you immediately realize that the entire floor from about 10 feet to the propeller all the way to the propeller is essentially one large pressure plate that is being activated and it's speeding up the the fan as you approach. Okay. But you but you you do this before you even get to the the 10 foot mark so you haven't you're not starting you haven't started up yet. And it's just on the floor. Yes. Okay. I mean we can have a few ideas. Okay. I mean I can cast spider climb. Let me see how it works. One willing creature that would get us closer to it, and then we would have to jump through without it getting faster, I guess. Okay, so what you're saying is you could walk through for free, right? Like the, with the spider climbing? Yeah. Or at least you, I could, have, you, could, you, have, you could walk up to it without it speeding up. Yeah. I have shoes of spider climb, but then yeah. actually, that might not be me. That might be a different character. But I can cast spider climb on myself or other people. So, like, one of us could get closer to it um, and try to jam it, like... Oh, okay, got you. um, Without it being sped up. Oh, yeah, it's... Oh, wait, it's Serafina that has the boots of spider climbing, right? Yeah, yeah, but I can cast spider climb. Got you. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, do you want to... Do you want to try to do that? Do you want one of us to try? Well, what are we jamming it with? That's my next question. Yeah, I mean, I have a mace, too. I mean, we saw what happened to Rogar's mace, but that's when it was, had already sped up. Um, but that's kind of my only non-magical and, like, valuable weapon or something. That are these things, sorry, are these blades, like, floor to ceiling? Yeah, I mean, there's probably, there's, like, a couple inch gap. There is also, like, a... What's it called? Just, just like a like a center point that the blades are moving around. Like a turbine or like a yeah yeah similar to to a turbine where it has like the not like the fulcrum. I want to say piece. I don't want I want to say fulcrum, but it's not fulcrum, but it's like yeah the middle the middle part. Yeah, I got you. Wait, Rogar, what if you cut the blade from that side? Because there's because it's on there's like a fulcrum and it's spinning around and around and around, right? So on so this be- side where it's spinning, that's connected to there, you can cut, and the blade would just like come off. Oh, I and could. So then there would just be a hit pole. The part. Yeah, then there would just be a pole in the middle of the room. Okay, so tell me what exactly to do. Okay, so the blade is spinning around something. Like, there's this central thing that's spinning around, right? Yeah. Yes. What does that thing look like, Cali? Like, does it look like something that could be severed or snapped or smashed? Yeah, from what Rorog can tell, I mean, it is, it's like a, 
very sturdy, looks very sturdy and solid, but it is an object essentially. So okay. It has an a- it has an AC. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, I <laughs> I cast no. Okay, um, I hit it with my vicious morning star. Uh-huh. All right, roll to hit. Okay. How are you hitting it? Like, are you like? swinging downwards are you like a base like a baseball bat like i'm trying to hit just the fulcrum like i'm trying to like knock the fulcrum out so the span so the fan like and then the fan will stop spinning hopefully gotcha fucking a all right that's plus nine i said i was rolling real dice i'm gonna start rolling real dice yeah so you with an 11 you go and steady yourself and try to baseball swing it with your vicious morning star and if it were a real baseball you would have just it would have been a strike (laughs) and you hit the propeller one of the propellers a little bit and it kind of ricochets you back um it does not at this point um damage your weapon great but it definitely like vibrates really hard in your hands yeah and does not feel good (laughs) <laughs> like hitting a steel pole with a baseball bat. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No. 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 It's just like. All right. Do we like? What can we stop this thing with? I don't know. I mean, we could try. Zolus's idea that she was kind of planning. Yeah. No, I mean, like, when we spire climb, like, what can we use to wedge the... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I have, I have a mace. I don't know what you guys... If you guys have anything extra kind of lying around. Some javelins, but I don't why think don't, those will help. Why don't one of you go and see how hard it is to just all of us jump through? And then we can decide if we want to risk a weapon or if we want to, like, just all try to jump through. Like, go where? Go up to I'll it? Cast, I'll cast Spider Climb. Let one of you get closer to it without it speeding up and seeing if you could get through it without being speed up. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, just trying to Spider Climb and then diving through it to get on the other side. And either maybe you can help Yandar more, I mean, help Rogar more, or, like, it won't be that hard and we'll be able to know once one of us does it if it's going to be not that hard. All right. I'm not especially dexterous, but I can try. I mean, I've I've got full heavy plate armor on, so I'm definitely I can take a hit, but I'm not dexterous. Right. So, I wonder if that would help though. Yeah, I, can, I don't know. I mean, I'm not especially dexterous. I like I don't know. Okay, I guess I'll try. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I'll try it. Like, it's just like I won't. No one is ready. Sounds like a good, good enough idea. No one. No uh, one. Lucian's going to cast Guidance on you before okay. you go. <laughs> It'll give you uh, an extra D4 to any ability check. Not saving throw, but ability check. Wait, so well, but what is this thing? Is it a saving throw? Or, you know what? I, I'll 
go with Zolus just in case there is some sort of saving throw that goes on. No, you right. can't come with me. Because no, you can because she has to. Yeah, she has to cast spider climbs, and then if you walk on the floor, it's going to speed up and it's going to make. It Wait, I thought get. spider climb was like on yourself and one willing creature. No, it's one one out of oh, time. One. Oh, uh, no. I can. I'll burn a few spell spots, but I can recover them. Like that's not a big deal. Okay. I haven't I haven't used my natural recovery yet, so like we have we have the flexibility of it. Okay. Right now. Okay. So I'm gonna do it. Does anything happen as I walk along the ceiling? Uh no, you can tell that it's the propeller is not speeding up. Cool. Is there anything that I see differently from this unique perspective upside down? Nope. You just see the same thing just upside down. Um, all right, so I get to the edge of it. Like it's still moving the same speed. I can see Rogar. I want to jump through. Can I use athletics to jump through? No, it's going to be acrobatics. What is the difference? Strength versus dex. Yeah. Well, athletic. Hmm. Okay. Ignore that roll. I think I press it too. All right, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna observe for a second to like get my bearings on like the rhythm of it, um, and then I'm just gonna go for it. Okay. There I go. What do I get from what an extra what on checks? A D four, and you can do it after you roll, like after you see your roll. Fuck. So it'll be a 10. Yeah, because I, yeah, it's just normal. So right. do you want to use the extra d4? Yeah, I'll use it. All right. Okay. 11. 11. Good. So you do like a little kind of rock in motion and wait for an opportunity, and you jump through. <laughs> So you you leap through, and everything kind of goes almost hazy for a second. Also, you kind of black out, and you don't realize what happened. But you also get tossed and mangled up, and you take 50, 54 points of bludgeoning damage. Even though it's going slower. Oh wait, wait, no, actually, sorry, no, you're right. It would be it would be half. So. Okay. 27, 27 points of, of bludgeoning yeah. damage. <laughs> yes. As uh bonk. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ow. As it, it's it's not the crazy around the, the world's bludgeoning that um Rogar takes. It's more like it clips you in, in the hip and you almost do like a you do like a cartwheel through the air. And most most of the damage comes from the landing and not the actual nice propeller okay so i like call back to them i'm like doesn't feel good um but not as not as bad as what what our friend dealt with yeah but now right. we well, can't I mean, do good, that yeah good good for you <laughs> but now we're now we're over here you use spider climb okay so, but do you guys want a spider climb or you we want to do something different didn't you, you cast that you can cast that range i'm pretty sure it's a touch spell but but didn't she give it to us what like Recently, didn't she give it to us like right outside? 
No, I, 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 outside outside the dungeon. I mean, it's it's a concentration spell. And, uh, yeah, no, you know, a lot a lot of time, a lot of spells cast. Fuck, I didn't realize it was a question. Yeah. So now Lucian yeah, and Yendar so are on, just like looking at each other. Like, Fuck. Um, do you guys want to try to <laughs> take this one, or do you want us to? Right, uh, come, come through, or yeah. yeah. Do you think you can break <laughs> it over there? Uh, <laughs> Wait, say that again. Rizolus, do you see any mechanism over there to turn it off? Maybe it's on the other side. Yeah, can I investigate over here? Yeah. Oh. What the fuck? Eight. <laughs> yeah, you look like the wind that's coming off it. It's kind of like drying out your eyes and you're trying to look but it's just it's a smooth little knob that the propellers are whizzing around and you don't see any sort of machinations or controls to it okay what else do i see what do we see ahead of us ahead of you is a stone pit with a sarcophagus on the bottom and three chests on raised dioceses on the other side of the pit okay you guys also Zolus and Rogar, you begin to hear a faint rattling coming from one of the chests. Cool. <laughs> Just the best possible thing there ever was. It's only faint. It's only faint. It's only rattling. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I guess we don't really have much of a choice here, right? Like, let's, let's just sort of uh, grit our teeth and bear it. Maybe we uh, cast a big heal spell after. Yeah, we. I mean, we could like. Uh, we could. I have my little healing spirit, depending on what you need. Cool. All right. Okay. Then yeah, let's just let's just give it a go. I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna step on the pressure plate. So be like, all right, great. Let's make this a little bit harder, and uh, I'm gonna try to hop on through. All right, so you walk up, you begin to feel the increased speed very rapidly of the propeller, and I mean, you're actively trying to dive through it, right? Yeah. I All right, so, so I'm not gonna make make you roll a saving throw to try to withstand the wind that comes. You kind of use it, and almost like riding a wave, <laughs> use it as momentum. Let's suck me in. Go, go ahead and give me. Uh, well, so. What's what's his name? Raymond? Oh, not Raymond. Lucian's right behind you, walking up, and he gives you a a guidance as well. So give me an oh, acrobatic an acrobatics check. Uh, acrobatics. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like what's <laughs> what's happening? No. <laughs> eight, 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 eight. I feel like there's something wrong with roll twenty. Look how many eights there are. Either <laughs> roll perception eight, strength eight. I rolled like, eight. Should I even eight. bother rolling the D4? Like, what's... <laughs> How long does guidance last? Uh, it's a minute concentration. Minute? Well, fuck. Then, yeah, I, I'll, and it's not going to save me, but... Uh, 11 total. Okay. Yes, you're right. It does not save you. <laughs> As you try to use the wind as extra momentum and dive through it actually kind of messes you up and throws off your rhythm and you fly through and take 23 points of bludgeoning damage 
as you also tumble to the other side. <laughs> Lucian, Lucian, Lucian. I'm just going to move Lucian, it's your way. turn. Oh, great. The your girls, turn. There, there's just, I mean, as you approach this propeller, there was like caked blood and stuff all around it. And yeah, then I was going to ask if that's a... Yeah, that, sorry, I should have <laughs> said that before. There is lots of dried and splattered blood all around um, this propeller and, and the hallway. And now there is, on top of that, a fresh layer of splattered blood um, from the three who have gone through so far. Yeah, you gotta pay your taxes. So, wait a second. No, 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 no. I fucked up that damage because I did it halved, but it's supposed to be full damage because it now it is it is spinning faster. Yeah, I was wondering why. I'm gonna go uh, ahead and give you a couple so more. You're gonna take 48 points of bludgeoning damage as you oh. get mangled. And you okay. and Rogar look at each other like you guys just went went literally went through the fucking meat grinder. Yeah. Uh and Lucian's gonna give himself some guidance and try to be the only oh no, I guess it's not the only one, but the only yeah, the only one that really successfully makes it through. Luckily we don't do crit fails on saving throws because he rolled the one. Yeah. <laughs> so He's gonna go ahead and take. Let's see, let's see if Ooh, that's not looking so far. Holy shit! He rolled some high. Jesus Christ! He goes through the least gracefully of all of you guys, and very clearly takes the most damage as he is almost knocked unconscious and just spewing up blood. His arm is like very, very fractured, like compound fracture, like dislocated joints. He is not not good. Lucian, Lucian, Lucian. Told us we uh, might need a, a healing spirit. Uh, no, I, 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 I got it. I got it. Um, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you, he, you don't have to be tough. It's okay. No, no. Uh, he casts a. What would be the best? He has so much healing magic alone. Okay. He places his hands on his own chest and takes a big deep breath and lets out a scream as he gets enveloped by radiant light <laughs> for a, a, a solid couple seconds. And when he comes to, when it, the light dissipates, he's still lying, laying on his back, but his wounds are essentially completely healed. And he's just like panting very heavily and feeling his forearms and kind of cracking his uh his joints god um yeah well, that that sucked also that thing is still spinning um so if we you know trying to get back might be yeah, that's a, that's a later problem. i don't want to i don't want to do that again yeah um but yeah so you guys are now in this smaller tomb once again and now you all see so there is a small lip right when you enter the tomb but right in front of right in front of that is it's a 20 foot drop down into this pit okay oh good and, and, uh, okay do, do, what do you guys think do we have to open and release every god or do you think we just have to kill Asarak and they'll all be free what? well I think that in there is going to be something that's going to try to kill us because in right. all of these rooms has been something that tries to kill us. 
Right. So but this is should... like, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. We should like heal up. Yes. Agreed. I don't have any more magic for healing. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I, I do. It's, but I just use like my biggest one, but I still have, like, I have mass cure wounds. I have revivify. I have healing word, you know, prayer of healing, things like that. Yeah. So I have yeah. some, dude. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, how, much is that, uh, how much is that jingling happening in the background like um so it, it's every few seconds or so is like a little little bit of a rattle <laughs> and you can discern that it's coming from the box furthest to the right you can also now discern that the the chests are different colors so one is the one on the left is black the one in the middle is red and the one to the right is blue would people want to take a short rest here <laughs> I, I could I could take a short rest. I mean, for someone to come in, they'd have to go through the blades. You're right. So we only have to like watch for if those things do something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, we could. I mean, we could rest for longer if you want to try too. That's up to you guys. I so you make a good point we... that this is a a more secure room that we than we've been in. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing some shifts. I could. Yeah, two I on, mean, two off. Zolas and I also, you know, as elves, we don't have to rest for as long. So it would it wouldn't take as long as usual. I feel like you know we could. Yeah. We could go first, and then you guys could yeah. go, and or or vice versa. You know, either, either yeah. way. No, I think that makes sense. Um, well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can go either way. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where do you? Um. Oh, wait. No, I. Because if. I feel like you guys will be more useful if you rest first. Yes, and then you can cast Stark Vision when I wake up. Yeah. Because if if we go the other way around, I won't yeah, have so Dark then, Vision. I, she could. Yeah, she could cast it before we we rest, and then yeah, that way we'll re, she'll regain the the slot when we wake up. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Okay. Uh, let's take a nap. <laughs> okay. I hope my brain. I mean, <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Uh, nothing. Um, I was gonna say it's funny that you would need dark vision when you were asleep because you. What would you see? Uh, I don't know. Like through your eyelids, like visions or something. I don't know. Maybe. Oh wait. What? Do you, wait. Say that again. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like maybe some like magical visions or some shit. Like. Happens all the time. When you're asleep? Well, yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean, not to, not for me, but, like, you hear stories about it. Oh. Okay. Cool. Uh, I, I, I never heard one of those stories, but, okay. What? Really? Oh. I mean, like, people at, people at the temple that, you know, when I, was, when I was training, like, they would talk about it all the time. Like, it's not that weird. I mean, I've, like... You know, tried to commune with Cord before, but I never had like a vision. Oh, for real? You haven't you haven't seen your god? Like I like feel him there, but I never have been like face to face. Well, oh, I mean, do do you want to? Y yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we should like work on that. Like when we get out of here, you know? Okay. That, yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah. I mean, you know. That could be like a little, little 
a little quest for us. You know, we got <laughs> we can go see your god. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the heartbreakers part two real car meets his maker <laughs> um all right i'll yeah. for the night i was alluding to the dream thing but yeah no i yeah. Yeah, this is this is much this is much cuter um yeah wait who's going first we're going first you, you, you two are. Yeah, you so like we should just like watching you guys have this conversation she's like all right like are you guys going going to sleep like it's where a, should it's we like, go it's, sorry it's like pillow talk we're both like this <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i want fan art yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah we go to sleep all right um zola says is there anything that you want to do or anything oh yeah i'll mess around with my fees tools as always uh, you can't because they are broken. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta buy you another set. Yeah, that was really fucked up. Um, <laughs> I, it sucks. No, I, <laughs> while they're resting, I I can use natural recovery just to recover some of my spell slots, which I'll do since I'm gonna rest anyway, just in case there's you know danger, danger afoot. Yeah. But that's all. Yes. How yeah. much is there is that danger? Right. Thank you for reminding me. How much is wait? Do I have? I don't have natural recovery. Like pollution's an elf. Don't isn't it elves that have? Uh, it's a druid thing. Oh, druid. Oh, based, based off of your, like, like magic. Like some people yeah. can make spell slots. Some people can't. Essentially. But that's not a whole nice. thing. Mm. Cool. All right. So you you just you just meditate a mm. little bit while the uh, the boys are sleeping. Lucian just kind of has his feet dangling over the the edge, like looking down into the sarcophagus. But he seems you know he's quiet. He isn't he knows like you're meditating and and whatnot. So he just le- leaves you be. Um. But you know there there's no incident. Eventually you get you get used to. The whirring of the propeller. Um, you know, some people say that something that takes a long time is can be as boring as watching paint dry. In this in this case, you're watching the blood dry um, on the propeller in the walls. But after you know several hours, the boys get their rest, and you and Lucian shake them a little bit to wake them up, and then kind of Lucian just quietly just curls up and goes into his into his rest. <laughs> um is there anything Yandar and Rogar you guys want to do during this time? I don't know. I don't have any books or anything. Yeah. Yandar continues to scribble away at his invention. <laughs> Rogar's <laughs> shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um with you know after getting rested up and with some more life and vigor and your wounds healed up. You just spent some time just boxing the towards the wall in the corner. After not as many hours as the two of you, but a few more hours, Zolus and Lucian also wake up. And so now you guys are fully rested and in this room with the propeller running to the south, three chests to the north, and a sarcophagus in a 20-foot pit directly beneath you.
Yeah. And these colors are the colors we're seeing. What's that? The colors of the chests are the colors that we're seeing. Yep. Black on the left, red in the middle, and blue on the right. All right. All right. Okay. Red, we're dead. Blue, we're through. Black uh... attack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so should we open the blue one? No. Oh. I meant through, like, dead, too. Red, we're oh. dead. Blue, we're through. Oh, you're it's saying a, we shouldn't open A. It's the first Die Hard. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh, I've never seen yeah. Die Hard. Um, What's Die Hard? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 <they> were, <laughs> oh, wait. Really I, I saw that. I think I saw that. Um, it was like a traveling group of uh, minstrels that came through and, and performed a, uh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a theater act. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> they tell the story of the guard at Yuletide, and he's in the building, and it's really tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I said I said Yuletide, not Yulmus. <laughs> Yul, wait, yeah, what is it? Yule, Yule is like its own. Yeah, Yulmus. Yeah, Yule, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I'm being very careful not to be denominational. <laughs> <laughs> uh the the night of the Krampus. Oh yeah, Krampus. Oh fuck! Was that us? I've heard many. I've, oh. I've heard many, many stories of him in the mountains to the north of Valsalheim. Mm. Mostly to scare kids, but you know, you never know <laughs> these days what 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 lurks up there. Maybe one day we can go visit him. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a little closer. Yeah, a few. Anyways, um, uh, okay. <laughs> can we can i do like an arcana check to see if i sense any mystical magical spookiness on what the chests the multicolored chests yep so uh, that's a 12 you sense some transmutation magic mm -hmm. Just in general, but you don't know like in what form or shape or what it's doing. But that definitely do seem to be magical. Mm. You can also tell. So standing in front of it, you can see the latch, and there's no like locker on it or anything, and it seems to be unlocked. Wait, where's the key? Oh shit! Wait, there's no way yes. out of here, and we didn't see the key. Yeah, but there's been some rattling. Off and on, in coming from the from the blue chest. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, should we crack it open? Uh, yeah. Someone be ready to catch him. All right, I'll smash. You catch. <laughs> smash? What, what do you What are you smashing? The the blue chest. Smash. It's a oh well. I mean, it, like I said, it, it does it does seem to be unlocked. Oh, it's on. Oh. I, I stand behind it. <laughs> okay. Well, I open the blue chest. All right, Rogar, you stand behind the dice. Or are you like on top of the dice, just like behind the chest? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Behind it? Okay. Like, Yandar. Unless something the happens, chest. then and then no, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 
I'm not sure. I'm ready and undressed. Something bad's about to happen retroactively. I'd stay up there. Yeah, I'm using the time turn back power. <laughs> All right. So Lucian's gonna stand at the base of a dais to kind of like su- support you, Yandar. When I yeah, knocked away. You, you are you carefully opening it? Are you op- like kind of opening it fast and trying to like be at the no, ready? No, I no, I'm being thoughtful about it. I'm I'm trying to slowly open it, make sure I'm listening to see if there's like any sort of like mechanism or trap that I'm hearing as I begin to open. Like if it sounds like some gears are beginning to twist or pins or pressure plates, what have you. Okay, so you do this and you creak open the chest uh as you do as the well i'm assuming zolus that you cast dark vision onto yandar yeah yeah okay so we can assume that that's kind of like part of our morning long rest activity all right as as long as you're marking the spell slot um no problem and as it begins to open you can see inside you see I'll say about a 12-inch, one-foot-tall key with a skull on the top moving sporadically and banging against the the walls of this chest. Moving um, moving erratically? Yeah, yeah, like like not with any sort of grace, just kind of bumping bumping around. Um it doesn't seem to notice you. And as you open the lid all the way, it's empty aside from this animated key when you open it. However, as you, as it opens all the way, you see a key magically appear inserted into a lock on the inside of the lid of the chest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The key's turned on the inside only. The key's turned on the inside only. Uh, I, what, should I turn the key? Um... Well, yeah. Uh, wait, can we <laughs> grab this key while we're here? I think so. I think I think I think so. I think it has to do more with him than the mat than whatever we just saw, or it rather. Okay. Keys don't I, have genders. Uh, I I grab. I try to grab the key. All right. So you easily grab the key. As soon as you <laughs> do, it goes kind of lifeless and still, almost like it unanimates. And turns into just a normal large key. Um, the key itself, again, it's made of bone, and the the what's like the key part called? Like the part that inserts? Like is that is the that teeth? the key? The, the teeth, teeth. The teeth. So the teeth of the key aren't kind of like the normal ridged pattern along one side. Instead, it's a shape at the end of the bone that's like an adamantite uh is that is that how you pronounce it Ad- yeah adamantite. That's, how I, that's how i would say it adamantine adamantine like the i n e yeah adamantine is it adamantine or adamantine what whatever okay uh, it's 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 a made up pretend word so <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so it, it adamantine shape uh and the shape is a triangle 
So you have that in your possession. Whoever wants to hold on to it. I want it. I love triangles. Take it. Okay. <laughs> uh, this thing feels cursed Zola's, as fuck. Zolas has always said that the triangle is the strongest shape. Yep. Well, they are. That's just a fact. Sure. I, I think the strongest shape is a hexagon. <laughs> well, no, but a hexagon is made up of a bunch of It's just triangles. Yeah, but yes, exactly. But and then so they, a B. Hey, man, I'm not. I'm not a mathematician. I don't know these the things here. Okay, so we have a key. <laughs> yep. we, we, we all almost died for one key. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I mean, do any of these boxes have a a a, a triangle shaped opening? Are you you're opening all the lids of the box of all the all three boxes? Do any of them uh, have a triangle on them? Or on the on the outside? No locks. Yeah. Are there any triangles anywhere? No, there are no locks on this. It's just like a latch coming over where you can a little put loop a where you can put where you can put a padlock, but there is there is no locks. So and they can easily be flipped up and unlocked. And then the magic vision we saw of the key of the key, right? Huh? We saw like a magic vision of the key. Like it, like it was a little illusory effect, like on the inside of the thing, like turning. Oh, oh no! So essentially, when Yandar opened the lid, it wasn't. It doesn't seem illusory. Like it seems like a key formed, and it's like really there, and it's it's not turned or anything, but it's inserted into a little keyhole. Oh. Well, I can I turn it. Yeah, inside, uh, inside the thing. So the lids open, you reach in and try to turn it. Uh-huh. Uh, you're not able to turn it. You try both ways, going, jiggling it, and you realize you can't pull it out either. Oh. It's like in there and you cannot turn it. Oh, All shit. right. Well, that's, uh, that makes that decision easy. Yep. Uh, let's leave that there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, who wants to open another chest? Well, wait, so we still have the triangle key, right? Yeah. Yep. The key is just a triangle. It's, well, it's, it's, it's shaped like a key, but the, oh. the top of the key, the in, instead, the of, instead of having teeth, it has almost like a, like a stamp. That's a triangle. Huh. Okay, well, red has three letters and a triangle has three sides, so maybe let's do red next. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's sound enough right. logic for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, you open sense. it up. Does that make sense to everybody? <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, sure. Yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah, yeah. In you know, in 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 murmuring agreement. Um, Rogar, you open up this chest. It is again completely empty on the inside, and as you open it, a key forms in a keyhole inside of the lid. What? Okay, I touch it. Okay, you're touching it. Are you doing anything else? Nothing happens, Tyler. Nothing happens? It doesn't no, you, no, you're just, you're touching this key. Like, you have a finger on it, and you're, like, looking around, and oh. nothing's, nothing's happening. It doesn't do the same thing as the other one. It doesn't, like, unbecome sentient. No, the one that, um, that unbecame sentient was a triangle key. This right. is... This is a small key inserted into a keyhole on the inside okay. of, the, okay. of the actual chest. Okay. I try to, I, I, I try to, I try to turn it. Okay, same thing. You turn it, try to turn it both ways. It does not turn. You try to pull it out. It does not come out. Okay. 
Um, all right. Yeah, Dar, same, same thing. Should we examine this sarcophagus before we open all these chests? Like, I'm worried that opening all the chests will activate something. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, so it's a 20-foot pit into the ground. So you can, I mean, you can jump down there if you want or try to climb somehow. I mean, Zolas, you got that key. You want to you want spire climb down there? Sure. Maybe the key's for the sarcophagus. Maybe you can get yourself a god. A monkey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Maybe you can get yourself a god. <laughs> no, I dodged. Collected on my Pokemon. I dodged one already. Oh, wait, wait, you dodged the god? Yeah. Yeah, she missed the snake. No, I, yeah, yeah, she, I she like pushed it out of her mind oh. and it went into oh. Rogar. Yeah, no, I was more in character, like. like. Like, you don't believe in gods because you like animals and plants. Well, no, I definitely believe in gods. I mean, I'm a paladin. I, I, I kind of have to believe in gods. No, I uh, mean, you're suggesting to me that I need a god to believe in. Oh, no, I just, I feel like these gods are kind of like trying to, they may be helping us out. It, it seems like, I can't tell if we need gods to help us navigate this place or not. I wasn't trying to make any sort of like snide comment about you. It's just like, I thought it might be beneficial. Sorry. Hmm. And I just, I move on into the level with my spider climb. That, oh, yeah, no, it's not concentration. Um, Wait, so you cast spider climb again? No, it's like eight hours. Yeah, but you just long rested and... Oh, shit, yeah. Yes, yes, I do. I do cast again now. Okay, well, you walk away from Yandar without a word and climb down into this pit. You get to the bottom, and there is a stone sarcophagus in front of you with a snarling monkey creature carved into it. And similar to the one, the last one, I believe, yeah, with the serpent on it, it does not have seem to have an actual lid. There is no seam to which it, the sarcophagus is closed. Mm. Okay, I'm just gonna like look around in the rocks, see if I can find anything. Like I wanna move the you said it's like there's rubble all around, right? Um, not down here. There's some rubble just from age and, and wear up on the main level where the where the chests are, but not down in, in the pit. Actually the pit is very clean and, and smooth stone. Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, the only thing I could do is, like, meld into this thing or create a wall, like, use some magic to open this guy up. So the 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 key doesn't appear to be for this. And then I just, like, climb back up. Okay. Um, well, Rogar, you said something about the keys on the inside or whatever. What, it, that was from the, the etching, right, on the obelisk? Yeah. What did it say? Um, oh, the keys turn on the inside only. Right. Uh, so the keys are, in. if that is talking about these chests, the keys are already inside the chest. Um, how do we get them to... 
turn. What if we have to turn all three at once? Maybe. Okay, we, we, we could try. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll try one. Here, I'll, I'll try the red one if someone wants to try the other two. Oh, well, we haven't opened the black one yet. Yeah, I opened the black box. Okay, you see the same thing. It's empty, and then a gold key, a small gold key inserted into a keyhole appears on the inside of the chest lid. So, so Zolus, you're at the the black chest. Lucian's at the red chest. And Yendar, you're at the blue chest. Mm-hmm. All right. Lucian looks to the side. So, all right. On three. One, two, three. And the three of you try to turn the keys. And again, they do not turn. Mm-hmm. And they do not come out. Maybe we need to close the chests. Maybe we need to be inside the chest. I don't want to be inside a chest anymore. <laughs> I'm not really afraid. Yeah. Of, um, That's very. You had a not great experience with. I feel like I've overcome that now. Like I, I'm not afraid of it. Like what, what could okay. be? You've experienced okay. it once, and so you feel you know what to expect, or you know you're a little more experienced, a little wiser now. I also just like know what spell got us out in theory. That's true. Um, okay. Do you, do you want to try to get in a chest, or I, yeah. you're at you're at the black chest now? Do you want to get in that one? Do you want to get in? Do you feel better with a different color? Or I like hop into the chest. Oh, you you hop into the black chest. Okay. And then do you pull the chest, like the lid down on yourself? I try to close that. I try the key without closing it first. You try the key with oh, like you try turning the key without closing the lid. Yeah, just with a different leverage of like being in it. All right, so you climb in easily and you reach up face to face with it now in a better angle, but it still does not budge. Okay. Yeah. Then I like like reach behind myself and like slowly close the lid. All right. Lucian's gonna come up and just like kind of stand over it and just wa- watch it as you're as you close it. So you close the the lid on the chest and it's I mean it's very it's, you fit in there it's just you know obviously kind of cramped as you do you hear a sort of click and you can see even just looking at the key it seems like it's not like held in place the same way anymore okay well then i go for it i turn the key okay so you turn the key and it easily turns and what happens is you hear an internal lock lock down the chest and another click and you can feel that now the key is stuck locked instead of stuck open like it was before what the the three boys on the outside of the chest see you can hear it before you see it and it sounds almost like it like a grinding of stone but on the top of the sarcophagus down in the pit rises up a black button out of the stone uh, <laughs> oh shit solus can you hear us can i yeah yeah it's muffled but you can hear all right like, yeah yeah um a, a black button just appeared and i don't know um, little... i heard the key and i think the chest is locked now okay 
I try to open the okay, chest. Okay, so what? Yeah, it's 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 locked. Like it's it's almost as if it has become one solid object. Can you guys um, getting stuck in chests? I know, <laughs> Zolus. All right, Zolus. I think you're stuck in there again. Um, just you know, do a little meditating, short, shallow breaths, and let us kind of try to come up with a game plan from the outside. Press the fucking button. <laughs> okay. Okay. More okay. I, I, I press the button. What if you get right, so it's it's, die. it's 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 twenty feet down. Button. Do you just jump down or do you try to climb uh, down? It's a straight down. Fucking two d six. I'll take it. I jump and wait. L- L- Lucian like grabs you and he's like, wait, and he like lies down on the ground and gives you an arm to like. Oh, try to lower, you, to, like, low, nice. lower you down. Um, to avoid some fall damage. So you're able to do that. It's, I mean, since you're going down, it's not very difficult. You're basically just kind of breaking your fall a little bit. Um, and then, so you're now next to the sarcophagus 20 feet down, and there's a black button there. You press the button. I press the button. Okay. You press the button, and immediately, what the three outside of the chest here is almost like there was a small muffled explosion and like combustion inside the, the chest. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> Zolus, what, what you what feel, do we have to lose? <laughs> Zolus, what you feel is an extreme amount of pressure immediately as soon as you can assume as that is as soon as um someone presses the button, almost like the g forces and like pressure, atmospheric pressure inside this chest like explodes and. You die. <laughs> no. Oh, well, something more interesting. This is an elaborate trap to just die. Something much more interesting is gonna happen. And you take sixty-two points of of force damage, as literally your organs like compress and your bones squeeze together it's so tight. You hear some snapping. As you do, as this happens, as soon as the pressure releases, the key turns on its own, and the the lid opens. And the key in the keyhole disappear from inside the, the chest. Um, Yandar, the button remains pressed down. Oh. And um, well, I didn't see any of that, as, so I so I yell up, "What happened?" And <laughs> Lucian and Rogar see Zolas rise out his coffin, like or this this chest, almost like it's a coffin, <laughs> like just like blood coming from her nose and ears, and like some trickling down her eyes, like. Just not looking good. Um, Lucian puts it, puts (laughs) Lucian puts your arm like around him and like helps and like lifts you up and and sits you down on on the steps of the the small dais. He's like, Jesus Christ, we're just getting pummeled here. Um, he's gonna like, wait, how do we healing? We, we, is it Yandar? And he like has dives over and slides down and throws his arm down. He's like, get up here, get up here. What's up? What's wrong? I, I, get, I get healer. I get healer. Okay, all right. Um, Zolus j- is not looking good. Oh. His well, arm is yeah, down. Rogar this said, is a I moment. Think... Do, you, do you choose to stay down there or do you come up? But, no, friend? Rogar said he has it. Like, because Rogar. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Lucian looks at I want to inspect like, this button. Uh, That's still depressed, even after having been pushed. Okay. Uh, Lucian pulls himself up. Um, and goes back over to Zolus. Rogar, you're there too. 
what are you how are you healing um i will prayer of healing her first uh up to six creatures of your choice you can see within range 2d8 plus my spell casting modifier which is wait 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 when lucian's like as you're like starting to cast he's like wait there's still two more chests if we have to do more that's a good one Save that. I, okay, well, I also have more creatures. Okay, I also have a standard healing potion if you want that. <laughs> yeah, I also. Or, like, I, I, I. Okay, wait. Why don't I just do like a like a basic cure wounds and get you like off of death's door, if that's okay? And you can kind of just like sit in the silence for a little bit and and rest. I like. Uh, uh, you already see me like like sucking back a greater healing potion. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, you, you, you're you're down. You're down. Yeah, I'm not there. I'm not Wait for what? Like, I'm I'm like dealing with the consequences of my own actions, and like taking the taking the healing potion like it's like a a stiff drink at this point. All right, you swallow it down. Uh, roll your healing. I'm like trying greater. to hop up to see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's twenty feet up. You're you're not. You can't. Just one of these. Yeah, you can't jump a 14-foot vertical. Hey, how are things? <laughs> Is everyone all right? Uh, Zola took a healing potion. We're oh, no, save... wait, no. Wait, because uh, if she, well, I mean, it would be miserable, but, like, she could just get knocked unconscious, and then we could revive her, and that would be cheaper. But What? Uh, that would be cheaper. Like, Lucian, like, looks, he's like, that was a weird thing to say. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's just more efficient. At this point, we're going to get hurt. Like, we got to accept it. Well, uh, Zola says taking it, and then, so it's 44 plus 4, right, I believe? Yeah. Right. 13, so 17. So I'm at 17, 63, 30. Yeah, and you, you hear your adventuring partner, um, Yandar, from below, yelling, or not yelling, but, you know, trying to explain how maybe you're not worth that no, much healing. that's not exactly... That's not what's happening at all. As I hear him say this, I just, like, toss the, the like, bottle of the healing potion into the pit. <laughs> all right. Um, do, do, ro like, roll a ranged attack. No, 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 no. Actually, that won't be attack. Let's say Yandar, give me a, like, dexterity saving throw. Sure. Why not? To try to get out of the way. Fifteen. Um, you managed. You jump out of the way, and some glass comes up at you. You take two points of piercing damage or slashing what? damage, as as a, a couple shards of glass like get stuck into your armor, and you have to like pick them out. I, I I'm inspecting the button. So the button's depressed. <laughs> yeah, uh, and your and your adventuring second. partner might be depressed as well. You know, <laughs> my, my partner I, is like, resilient. I immediately cast Death Ward on Zola's. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want you to go unconscious. I just saying that we could revivify quite easily. Instead of oh. all these spells for healing. Oh, goodness. Well, you examine the button, and the the black button is so you can tell that it's made of onyx stone, and it's all the way pressed and flush with the sarcophagus. Now, it is too the southernmost tip of the sarcophagus top. Okay. So it's like all the way at the bottom of the sarcophagus. And mm -hmm. it doesn't seem as though any other button 
Like, is there like an opening for other buttons to appear? Does it seem like? No, but they're also, when you first looked at this lid, there wasn't an opening or space for this button either. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, what, what, what are people thinking? More chests or, or no more chests? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, open the chest. Fuck this shit. Just open the. I the imagine, okay, so with some like deducing, like I would bet some money that the red one will light on fire and the blue one will be very cold or <laughs> lightning or something like that. Drown us. Yeah. Mm. Based off, like you know, just the trickery we've we've seen here thus far. <laughs> so basically, what we're thinking is, we just gotta tank some some pain. Yeah, so unless we could feel, I don't know another way to do it. Like, <laughs> so we got in the room. So we're gonna get out. It would not budge until that that thing. We're was just, just throwing ourselves through through these, these rooms. We also um, just be through. <laughs> I mean, the thing's oh, still spinning, but I mean, yeah. we can try. But th this that's might fun. also stop the spinning. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's true. I mean, can I? The sarcophagus has already been inspected, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, have I? There's no lines about. Okay, let's draw straws for red. So yeah. Someone has resistance to fire. I don't. No. No, Yandar has resistance to thunder. Or light is lightning? No, it's thunder, right? Thunder. Yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll hop into the red. So can can you pull me up, uh, Lucian? Yeah. Um he puts his arm down again and you guys go like arm or hand to forearm, hand to forearm. Uh give me a flat strength roll. To pull yourself up, and I mean, he'll have do with advantage because he's helping you, obviously. His arm is at most like two and a half feet long, and like you said, this is a twenty foot drop, so that's what seventeen and a half feet. And Yandar, I have to do one I, of those. I, I um... say he, but like, so the his arm is about three feet. I would say he's reaching down and leaning in, and then Yandar is about six feet. So reaching up, that's about nine feet. So that's like twelve feet. So basically, Yandar, what you have to do now yeah. that our points point, points it out is you have <laughs> to give me an an athletics check first to kind of like get a running running start and almost like run up the wall a little bit if you wanted to reach his arm. Why can't Lucian just drop some rope and hold the rope while I use it to pull myself and like scale the wall? Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Actually, why don't I like tie it around the chest or something? Or the, oh yeah, like, the did, like, chest does not move. As yeah, I mean they're they don't seem like they're going anywhere. They're like right. very firmly attached. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. good idea. So he, he takes some rope, ties it around the red chest, and tosses the, the rest of the rope down. When it comes down, you see the, the frayed ends where there was an apple attached at one time, and it was eaten. All right, so now, now give me a flat strength roll with advantage. Wow, they were the same. Uh, 22. Yeah. All right, you are able to easily climb up the side, and you are back up to the top. So you're going for the red chest? Yeah, and the, I, I go take a deep breath, and then I, uh, I hop inside the red chest. Okay, 
you hop inside. Someone have to spell magic. I feel like I ask this every single session. Mm, no. No, you do not. Um, so you hop in, you close the lid, and I do you turn the key. Like again, you hear you hear a, a soft click, and the the key loosens in its in its keyhole. I turn the key. Okay. Um, once again, now this time you hear it like internally locking and almost sealing shut. So you're in the chest. Rogar and Lucian are and Zolas are outside the chest. And the three of you see a new button form and rise from the sarcophagus. This one that seems to be made out of rusty iron. All right. I like climbed out and with spider climb and I'm like, brace yourself and press the button. All right. You press the button. Yandar, inside, you do feel a like heat rising. But it's not like there's external heat coming in to the chest, but as if objects that you are carrying are starting to oh. heat out. Oh. So after only a couple seconds, you feel a little bit lighter in what you're carrying, in like your encumbrance, and all of your non magical items have corroded, rusted, and turned to dust, as well as any healing potions or scrolls that you had in your possession. Interesting. A including anything worn or carried. So, um, Go through your character sheet, and anything that is not a magical weapon or armor, essentially, is destroyed. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, is the Sentinel Shield magical? Yes. Okay, so I keep that. And my magical longsword. My regular longsword is done. My javelin's done. Goodbye, regular healing potion. No more rope. The rope of climbing. Oh, I have a rope of climbing. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah, your rope of climbing is like stays. Uh, the Etten locket. Nope, that corrodes, and you see really? the the small picture of a female Etten on the inside kind of like burn up and turn to ash as well. Stone of uh, Earth Elemental stays, right? Yep, yep. The Shroud of Disintegration stays. The okay. Scroll of Stun Person this is, uh, burns up, and the Oil of Sharpness, it, it, the vial it's in, explodes. And the oil kind of it splashes and and spills on the bottom. All right, enough. Um, but the chest unlocks and opens up, and you are free to climb out if you would like. That sucks. I mean, monkey's a trickster. He must be a trickster. I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, I only use my magical items at this point, anyways. But I would yeah, like to. It's not the worst thing that could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it would have been the worst. If, I, well, actually, I don't know who this would be the worst for, but uh, regardless. Um, okay. That's another one done. Who's hopping into blue? Lucian looks at you, Rogar. Do you want to rock, paper, scissors for it? <laughs> uh, no, it's pretty obvious. Oh, you mean boulder, sheer parchment? <laughs> yeah, boulder, sheer parchment. 
uh, no, it's pretty obvious who's going to do this. Um, Rogar strips completely naked and stands in the... (laughs) 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 All right. He's all of his world. All his world is actually... Like, everything he owns in this world is now placed on the ground in front of the... In front of the chest. The blue chest. So you... You uh, <laughs> take a couple of minutes and doff your armor and kind yeah, of. the first time Rogar's ever doffed anything. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of turns into like a big pile of, a very expensive pile of magical possessions and trinkets and, and bobs and ends in the corner. Uh, but yeah, you get in, you close the lid. Yeah. Okay, you close the lid. The key becomes turnable. Do you turn the lid? Yep. Okay. Turn the lid. Turn the key. All right. You turn the key in the inside the lid. On the sarcophagus, you guys can see a uh, a silver button rise up from the lid. Wait, it's silver. To... Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, come on. Well, uh, who wants to push? Lucian, you haven't pushed a button yet. Why don't you push a button? Wait, wait. wait. Already down well, there. yeah, Zolus is already down there. Can I can I force the lid back open? No, it 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 seals. It like locks, and it okay. You can like see that the small sliver of light that was like between the lid and the the base of the the chest disappears, almost as if it magically seals and becomes like one solid object. Okay. So, Zolus, you press the button? Yep. All right. Rogar, give me a constitution saving throw. All right. Here you go. Here you go. I got it. Mine's your thing. Oh, let me, let me roll on dice. I don't oh, okay. Or roll 20 anymore. Oh, my God. Ty- the way Tyler's computer, like, navigates roll 20 so much faster than mine. <laughs> like, unreal. All right. What's my constitution modifier? You're doing a con save plus two. 12. Well, bah. Well, okay. As Good you Wait, does the does it count with me being near him? Am I like Are you by his chest? Yeah. Okay. Would yeah, I'd would say that I'd say that he he would get uh the bonus from your Okay. From you. 17. Okay. As you turn the key a moment later, you feel Almost as if you've been transported to like a frozen tundra, and yeah, winds I had a feeling. are freezing. Winds are just sweeping, sweeping through your body. <laughs> and so you take you you start taking freezing cold damage, and you realize that your your base wisdom tells you that if you had not taken off all your clothes, that you'd probably take less damage and be a little bit more resistant to this. But because you did. That's hardly true. You t- you take fifty three points of cold damage, as you just get whipped around an all and an almost a seemingly endless wind, but just a few moments later, it all dissipates and the oh. lock unlocks, disappears, and the lid opens up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, these do all feel like ironic punishments in some way. I, yeah, I, I think I think you're right there, Zolas. And Rogar, you. You pop out of the chest, just shivering uncontrollably. 
and then start donning your armor back on. Zola's down in the pit. You see that it uh, after you press the third button, the sarcophagus itself turns oh. from stone to crystal. And now you've, it's it doesn't seem very strong. It seems like a pretty, you know, glass-like crystal. You can see through it, and looking through, you can see a looks like a mummified monkey-like creature within and clutched in its hands or its claws rather is a very sturdy magical looking mace how do we know it's magical looking uh because you're a well-traveled adventurer and have a lot of magical items okay <laughs> objectively you just know yeah <laughs> yeah this well, one's very obvious well uh you just lost a mace my friend looks like uh you got a new one there yeah i'd say um okay I want to do something weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I want to take my sickle for the first time in this game that I've touched a sickle probably. And I want to like gore the crystal to see if I can like uh, like break it open without like opening the whole thing. So you're trying to cut, like carve it out? Yeah. Like I want like, you know how like when you like you score glass and then you like can snap it mm-hmm. with like and it makes like a clean snap. Yeah. Like I wanna like I wanna like score where like um I guess first I'll try like where the guy's face is. So I wanna like score out like a I do like kind of like a rhombus shape where his face is. And then I wanna like take the back end of my sickle and like knock into it and see if I can like Pop out the the crystal. Okay. First, give me a. I'll say a light of hand check to see how how well you can kind of carve out and score the crystal. Oh. Can I roll? <laughs> can I roll with real dice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From now on, you can. So you roll the seven. Uh, while this is happening, can we start coming down as well with her? Yeah, you guys make a little three-man chain. Um, I mean, Rogar, do you need any healing or anything? Like, are you are you good? I I jump down with all my fucking frostbite, and There's I a do, rope like right there. I do an acrobatics check to see if I can do that parkour thing where you do a roll when you hit the ground, so you break your fall. That okay. actually help. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so, but I do it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you jump down into this 20-foot pit, and you try to displace the momentum of the fall through your body and do a barrel roll. Uh, You do do that, but it's not very graceful, and you still feel it in your knees and your shoulder as you land, uh, and you take seven points of bludgeoning damage as you just jump down. And as you're jumping down, like Lucian's like halfway down the rope and he just kind of watches you plummet down. He's like, alright man, I don't know what, what, what happened to you in that chest, but <laughs> I hope you're alright. <laughs> okay, so you go down there and Yandar, when you're down there, you see Zolos with the scythe, like scoring the crystal, the now crystal sarcophagus. Uh 
know, it's pretty cool. Uh, do you need some help, or or what's what's going on? I say as always. I'm just trying to I'm trying to open this without breaking the whole thing. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I can necessarily help with that. I'm a bit of a breaker. I'm a bit of a breaker. Well, you know, heartbreaker. <laughs> um and maybe maybe we should <laughs> I don't know how I don't know like I could like hold your hand while you're doing it. Can you give her some like guidance? I, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I could do that. Uh, so as you're doing, as you're scoring the crystal cast guidance, um, so you can add a D four to that seven if you would like. Eight. All right. So you focus just a little bit more. Yeah. Your scores are pretty uneven, but there are, there is you know some cross hatching around the head of the mummified monkey creature. Okay. Then I'm gonna like take the back end of it. And try to smash it. All right, give me a an attack roll with it. You said attack roll with advantage, or just as no, no attack roll with your scythe. Yeah, sickle rather. Sixteen. All right, uh, roll damage. Oh, two. All right, you carefully butt down with the butt end of the sickle, and the glass begins to crack around where like kind of around where it's scored a little bit like spider webbing cracks go a little bit outside of the circle you scored but it's not fully broken yet but it's pretty heftily cracked but i don't pop through it no hmm. okay guys i didn't do this so great if mm. it's gonna pop are we ready uh let me actually let me actually get ready. Let me see. Do we have like buff spells or debuffs? Like, you know, for a moment, let's let's yeah, you know, let's let's RPG this. Like, do we have stuff we could do? Like for for what? I, I I mean I imagine a fight's coming. Oh my god, dude, this whole time fucking Lucian is has resistance, which as a cantrip that also that can add a D4 to saving throws. So, uh, just so you know, so, so has just been holding out on us. Is really what we're mm-hmm. learning. Yeah, he just remembers that he uh, he has that there. <laughs> you, you are not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, I'm ready to go. I got my sword out. I have my my fire out. Okay, butterfly coming. Yeah, in. In the name of Butterfly's honor, I like smash where I scored with my my with Butterfly this time with my staff. The staff of Python. All right, rolling a attack, a melee attack with it. Ooh, I don't know if I have it on here anymore. I think it would just be a d20 plus proficiency plus uh, strength. Okay. Or dexterity. I don't know for staff. I don't think it's finesse weapon. Is it strength or is it dex? Uh, just do strength. Twelve. All right, and then roll damage. Do uh, one d six plus strength. Zero. <laughs> Wait, zero. Uh-oh. Minus one. Yeah, uh, one. That's so much right. good. 
so you you can't do zero damage. So I'll say you, like you did one damage. You can't do zero damage. I don't think you can. If you hit something, you can't do zero or negative damage. Like you have to do at least one damage. Like because like that's like that's like a punch. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one. Like there's no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Unless some something's like immune to that type of damage. Like you you do always do at least one damage. Um. So yeah. So you you do bust through this the crystal the entire top of the crystal sarcophagus doesn't shatter but it's not just where we scored it's like the top the top half almost like an open casket funeral where like just like the top half is open okay so so the top half is shattered and inside you see the same thing the mummified monkey and the magic looking mace all right, we have access. I mean, every time we've ever done this, like mm-hmm. unless we touch it and disrupt it, nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, should someone who doesn't have a god touch it, or do you want to have gods fight in your head again, Rogar? <sighs> I don't know. This one lets me be invisible, and I kind of like that. So, uh, I don't know That's what. Fair. What do we think? <laughs> Wait, I I asked I have Moa. What's the monkey? A serpent comes to the back of your mind and says, "Well, this looks like Wongo. Wongo is, I would say, kind of selfish, <laughs> but he is very intimidating to others." Mm, okay. Um, do you tell us that? Yeah. Okay. Um. And Moa doesn't lie, right? That was the thing. Like, Moa always tells the truth? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we going to do? Well, who needs to be intimidating or who would like to be intimidating? Uh, I don't... No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. I mean, I... I if I, I can take it if you, if you want me to. I mean, I have my Warhammer... I like to use, but I guess it's never a bad idea to have an extra weapon. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. No, Rogar. Doesn't Rogar need the weapon? Yeah, he lost his mace. He just doesn't want to lose his current spirit. Yeah. Could you have the mace without the spirit? Well, I mean, someone else could grab the mace. Like, I have the, I have this without the spirit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You just have to, you, it's, you have to be able to fend off the spirit. That's the problem. Yeah. All right. So How did you fend off the spirit, Zolus? I just resisted it. Yeah, okay. sheer willpower. My willpower. Uh, well, I'll. I can. I can try. I'll. I'll try. Okay. And, um, so I go for the mace. All right. So you reach in and grab the mace. As you and I assume Lucian's cast that uh, buff that helps on saving throws. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now that now that you guys know all these things, you you know putting the pieces together, Lucian casts resistance on you, so you have an extra D four on saving throws. Um, you guys also can hear that the propeller above you has stopped oh. rotating. Like, but like you you can hear it. Um, when did we hear that? Um, as soon as the third button was pushed and the sarcophagus mm-hmm. turns uh crystalline okay 
So your fingers wrap around the handle of the mace, and as it does, red smoke begins to pour from the top of the mace, forming the outline of a large monkey with a long tail. And as it forms, it lets out a roar, and it leaps at you, Yandar, and it screams, Let me in! Uh, Give me a constitution saving throw. Constitution? It's a 19. I'm rolling my d4. Okay. That's a 23. Okay, so as this monkey begins to rattle around um, in your brain. You crouch down, and with all your might, you let out a roar of your own, and the smoke comes billowing out of your mouth, um, the red smoke. And as it does, it begins to fill up the room like a gaseous cloud. But as it does, the the smoke becomes thinner and thinner, and it eventually dissipates. And you have a Mace of Terror. So this mace is a magic weapon and has three charges. While you're holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge to release a wave of terror. Each creature of your choice within a within a 30-foot radius extending from you must succeed in a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or become frightened of you for one minute. Yeah. I it, think it, it, also can, with that. it can't take reactions. Hmm. It can only use a da- dash action, try to escape. At the end of each one of its turn, it can repeat the saving throw. Oh, it has to and, take a dash. Yeah, away away from the source um, until it leaves the thirty foot radius, and then it cannot re-enter the radius. And so you have th- it has three charges. It regains one d three charges every long rest. And if it completely runs out, does it like break or is it okay? Nope, you just have to wait for it to recharge. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll give that to Rogar when he gets back. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna have to pee real quick. Take a little break. Cool. Oh. Right. Oh, there oh he I is. was. I was. Oh, oops. I. I meant to. I was talking the whole time. Oh, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> oops. No, it's okay. I only said two things. I said when when you opened when you opened the crypt or whatever, and the smoke came out. I said I stand next to you. <laughs> Wait, are you going to try to eat it? Yeah. (laughs) All right, so you guys are in this... Small, small tomb within a tomb. You have solved this puzzle, and yeah, the the propeller to the south is stopped. Can I ask a question, Medigan? Is that the only solution to this puzzle? Right. I was gonna say, like, did we so much solve the puzzle? Weathering the damage, like, only the only solution. No pain. Yep. Wow. Oh, it's just attacks. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. Right. It's just pay, pay, pay to play. Let's go into no more rooms. Ever. Uh, we we got some help. We'll be alright. I asked I asked Moa, I'm like, dude, do you know anything about this dungeon that we're in? I have no idea, but it's 
pretty messed up in here. <laughs> it was not like this when I was alive. <laughs> okay. And your janitor. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Any inv- <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Do you know how all of you guys got trapped in different tombs? Like at all? Like none of you guys kept up with each other enough to be like, hey, someone's in cars, you know, in entombing us. <laughs> No, I don't remember. I remember being alive, and then I was not, and I've been trapped in this sarcophagus for I don't know how long. Okay. I don't know where where anyone else is, if they are all here, or what lies beyond the stone or crystal walls of my, where I've been trapped for millennia. True. True. I mean, you had the chance to talk to Obalaka, but you killed him, so... You know, that is what I needed to do to survive. Dude, uh, I, I have room enough for everyone. Uh, but you don't. <laughs> That's not how it works. Okay. Well, onwards and upwards. Okay, Alright, so... you guys climb back. I say that as much internally as I do to everyone else. Uh, Wait, so nothing attacked us? No. No. It, it All tried. Right. All right. Uh, and, uh, here, here's your mace, man. Have fun with this. Me? Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, it. You could. Do you want it? I don't. Definitely not. I. I. There's. Nope. I got my sword. I already strike fear into the hearts of my enemies. I don't know if I need to do any extra. Oh. No. I. Uh, I mean, I. I guess. I'll that, take I guess. It that, I guess it's a nice replacement, but yeah, Lucia, you you take it. You do some cool stuff. Okay. Yeah, I I think I'm good on maces for a while. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'll put it in his. He's got to attune to it, but cool, man. You yeah, you need something badass. All right. Well, uh, let's get out of here, though. We still have this key with a triangle that we haven't uh, needed. Yeah, we haven't figured out where it goes to yet. Let's find out. All right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that we'll eventually find the, I mean, I don't know. I can't really assume anything, I guess, but assume if there's a key, there's a keyhole somewhere. So look at, yeah, so you guys, I mean, you're heading back out. Yeah. Down the corridor. Yeah. All right. So he- heading back out, you come back to the large main staircase and again you see that there is so the staircase goes down and also there is another corridor to the northwest that you have not explored yet oh yeah we want to clear this floor or just want something new uh let's just be done with this floor yeah fuck this shit i want to go downstairs well, those are two different things. Yeah, Wait. we said we said the difference. One of you said like I I might clear this floor as in like make sure we oh turned I think over, turned over every every stone, but you said no. I think I meant clear like dip like yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, what did you say, Andor? I just want to. I figure we may as well just finish it off since we're oh, okay. Here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two out of three. I guess I guess I guess I don't get a vote. We weren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Uh, oh. Lucian <laughs> go, goes up the hallway. Wait, to the well, Zola's didn't vote. She just asked what people <laughs> wanted to do. You're a fucking toy. I'm fine either way, so. All right. What if Robert just started being like uncharacteristically mean oh. to Lucian? I mean, maybe you listen to us. He took it like really personally that Lucian <laughs> didn't tell us. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, let's get myself over there. All right. So you go around the banisters to the northwest side of the staircase, the spiral staircase, and um. You see that this corridor goes about 25, 20, 25 feet north and then turns to the west. Okay. Well, I guess let's follow it west. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Okay. So you round the corner and there's about a, this corridor to the west is same thing about five feet wide, but it's about 50 feet long. And then you can see that it opens up to a a larger rectangular room. All right. That's all uh, you see so far. Let's keep going. All right. I'm looking around for traps, for pressure <laughs> plates, for uh, swinging blades, for glow dark holes. Rogar is army crawling. <laughs> Magical right. gliss, sigils. Yeah. I, my eyes are wires. <laughs> I'm not looking in, the, in any pictures in, in the face. <laughs> Give me an investigation check. Can uh, I get uh, some guidance? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lucian cast guidance on you. Thanks, thanks, Lucian. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Oh, well, I don't think it'll matter, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, seven. All right. Um, seven, you look around... The, the walls, the floor, or anything, the walls are, you know, rough stone, like this is carved out, You don't, but you don't see any pressure plates, wires, anything like that. Alright, good enough. And I keep going. As you make it to the end of this corridor, it opens up into a room that is about, about 15 feet long by about 40 feet long. And at the end of this rectangular room, you see a rusting, an old rusting statue of a knight all the way at the west end of this hall. And it's gripping a large iron shield. So like a big top, like a big tower shield kind of yes. standing in front. And it's standing behind this shield. Like the, like, and look uh, at that shield. <laughs> on, I mean, the, the shield is about 15 feet tall. Oh, and <laughs> all along the west end of this hall at the at the foot of this statue what you can see is looks like rusted shards of metal all like littering the ground Hmm. Hmm. um i'm a little nervous now that i had a lot of weapons disintegrated Hmm. um is there anything else in the room like is this rug here like yep yeah so there is a okay so there's also a turquoise rug that's very tattered and beat up and old um on the on the floor there is also you can see that there are smaller corridors like five foot corridors close to the end of the the west end of the hall that one goes north and one goes south which way people want to go i guess north 
I want to know what's in that corridor, and then you could probably see into the south one from there. All right. So you guys are in the, kind of like the, the doorway to this to this hall. So are you you're you're walking in and then trying to go in one of the halls, like one of the corridors to the north or south? That's yeah. what you're signing. Okay. As you guys walk into the corridor, I need everyone to give me an athletics check. Rogar, Neandar, hey. and Lucian all do this with disadvantage. Whoa. What? Okay. God. All right. Nat one, I guess. Uh, 12. All right. So, Rogar and Yandar, you guys are leading the pack two by two. And as you go walk, step foot into the hall, you feel like a giant magnetic pull. Oh. And you guys go hurling towards the, the statue of the night. And you are stuck to, you get stuck to the, the giant shield. <laughs> and again, every, oh man. So that was about 40 feet away. So you guys are going to take 4d6 damage, bludgeoning damage as you slam into the wall, yeah. into essentially an unmovable object here. All right. So you guys take 15 points of bludgeoning damage as you smack into, in like various kind of like, flies on a spiderweb positions just smacked against it um this is very good i like this i like one third of my health <laughs> it's <laughs> howie did we offend you like did we upset you or something like, what's what is uh, this <laughs> by the way so, two traps over the course yeah. of your lifetime you're getting into every single one of them now <laughs> uh, Yandar, so you're familiar with this feeling a little bit because you were in the chest that disintegrated your non-magical we weapons and armor or anything made out of metal and stuff. Mm -hmm. However, this seems different and more powerful. Oh, great. So you both feel as you're attached to it that the your magical armor and anything that you are like wearing, weapons or armor, is beginning to lose its structural integrity. Okay. I'm I'm going to cast uh, dispel magic. Okay. At it the whole time. Yeah, it's a third level spell. I like to use those for divine smites. Well, wait. Do I get a sense that dispel magic would work, or is this more of like a curse? Um, give me an Arcana check. That so we're gonna be in loose initiative. So this Arcana check will essentially be your bonus action. Okay. Uh, eleven. Um, it does seem arcane and not like a a curse or anything of like okay. that sort of higher magic. I'll cast dispel magic then. Okay, so I believe you have to roll against the DC. I have the DC. Uh, yeah, I can choose to. Oh, no, I'm not going to upcast it. Uh, it's a flat D twenty. Just a flat D twenty. Right, isn't it? Um, for a spell of third level or lower, the target on the target ends. For each spell fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. Oh, so I get my attack bonus. Yeah. So then it's gonna be twenty or no twenty two. Wait, can you can you put the spell in the chat? Yeah. Yeah. So like so I can determine. 
control making ability check using your spell casting ability. So I would say it wouldn't be your like attack bonus. It would just be you use charisma as yes. your spell casting ability. So just add your charisma modifier to okay. 12. So 17. Okay. Cast the spell magic. And you can feel the magic beginning to to wane and dispel from this shield. But at the last second, you just you can't hold it the the spell long enough and it clicks back on. I you're still you're still stuck. I fucking um, can't spell magic. Wait, you have the spell magic? Yeah, I was reading it wrong the whole time. I thought it was detect magic. I I had my games wrong. So yeah, Rogar has it, and he has it prepared. Both of you okay. have it. <laughs> I thought it was detect. I thought it was detect. I need to save my spell slots. They're like bullets. Hey, to be fair, I was not conscious of this fact. Julian was strategically lying to all of us. Being like, oh, I didn't lie about anything. I just kept asking if someone had it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was wrong. Julian was purposefully. I don't know. Who was, I don't know who I'm <laughs> With it, Rogar or Julian, to be honest, at this point. <laughs> or, or well, I'd Lucian prefer if it was Rogar using... or Yandar, and not the the actual person Julian as one of the options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I feel like also a little bit of Lucian because he had resistance and didn't use it on anyone for the second throw. So everyone's okay, Lucian. Up, I'm trying to get into so the far. Game. <laughs> you don't rely on magic. You don't know your spell spells like the back of your hand. <laughs> What am I rolling? It's, uh, a, a d20 plus your spell casting spell casting ability modifier. Okay. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I, Lucian just hasn't used magic a lot, like in a long time. He has not an adventurer. He's been a man of the of the of the book of law for decades. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. So you you see what Yandar's trying to do, and then you piggyback on it, and you cast the same spell, and you are able to dispel this magnetic force. However, the so the damages that you suffer from being attached to this are any weapons that you are holding take a minus one to for rolls to hit. But not for oh yeah, and for damage. So minus ones for attack rolls and damage rolls. Okay. That way. Um okay, so instead of a plus one, it just becomes a regular. Yeah. So instead of a plus eleven, you get a plus ten. Okay. <laughs> I think I can live with that. Yeah. And your armor did not suffer um any permanent damages. That's good. I was uh all right. So, uh, as as we unstick ourselves, I look at at Rogar and I'm like, you know what? I'm also really tired of this floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're almost there. like this. I mean, uh, it just feels like we should complete it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like we're right here. Uh, All right. Well, we, we were going taking north. A, taking a peek. I mean, taking a peek in the halls, you can see that to the south, it appears to be a dead end. Having been in Obalaka's tomb, you can kind of in your head mentally piece together that there was a, a secret door behind one of the the 
stone thrones in that room that would have led to uh, this room. Sure. But I mean, you can investigate further down there if you like. But to the north, you see a room that opens up into a circle with a about twenty foot diameter and a flowing fountain in the middle. You can hear the trickling of the water, and the fountain itself is about five feet in diameter. Before we go, I want to investigate the knight statue. Okay. Uh, I agree, like, behind it. Okay. Okay. Roll investigation. My investigation is plus one, so I get a... Oh, uh, I got a nat one, so... All right. Um, You can't... The shield is so big, like, you can't get behind it to look, so you can't look. <laughs> so. We... This might be the worst round of dice rolls we've ever played in this game. Maybe. Like, it's been rough. Yeah. It's been pretty right. Alright, let's... What do we have to lose? Let's clear this miserable popsicle stand. Alright. What's up with this fountain? Fountain of youth. Um, I'm not, right, so I'm not touching that water. Nope. <laughs> Alright, so... You guys walk in, and there's a, a five foot in diameter, like I said, fountain, um, crusted with moss. Uh, it's in the middle of this of the circular room, and in the fountain stand three marble, like three maidens, like ethereal looking maidens carved out of marble, and they're like shoulder to shoulder, like back to back, forming like a little triangle of maidens, and in each of their hands they hold a picture of like like a jug and that's where the water is coming out of it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be a source from the water but it's coming from the the jugs and pulling into the basin but it's not overflowing but doesn't seem to be any indication of where the water is going or coming from okay magic <laughs> yeah it would it would appear that this is a magic fountain do the maidens like are they uh you know sorry sort of are they nondescript, or do they look like goddesses? Like, do they look like figures we would recognize? Um, they seem almost like like fairy esque, like fae in feature. Um, very mystical, magical, like forest dwelling pixies or fairies or sprites or something. And from what you know, you know, maybe some can be a little like tricky, but not. Oh. Not innately, not innately harmful. Oh, like some fey nonsense. Like they, <laughs> mm, I, I take a step back. Like I don't know if this room is for me. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've, we've had a lot of tricks today. <laughs> what's what's wrong, Ed? Are you don't you don't fuck with fey? Uh, it's just the my definition of a prank. And the Fey definition of a prank is is very uh, there's there's a dangerously wide gap. <laughs> Moa, Moa, do you think I should drink this water from this fountain? Moa, in, in the back of your head, well, it does look refreshing. Like I said, I don't know much about this. Well, I don't know anything about this place, but if you're okay. thirsty. I no. say take a sip, but that's up to you. 
I take out. You're the physical body. (laughs) It's true, man. Thanks. Um, I take out my my copper mug with the jade eye, and I fill it up with one of the pitchers, like from one of the pitchers of water that's Mm -hmm. pouring, and I like dump some of it on the ground at my feet and just see if anything happens. Okay. So you don't take it from the basin, you take it from like the flow from the pitcher? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you do that, kind of pour it under like it's a like it's like a keg, and you s- splash them on the ground, and there's some water on the floor now, but nothing <laughs> nothing happens. Okay, then I take it from the basin and do the same thing. <laughs> okay. This time you take it from the basin and you do the same thing on kind of like the other direction around the the floor of the basin. Um but again, nothing, nothing happens. Like, hey, guys, it just seems like water. I don't know what else. Maybe we can investigate the room, or you know, look around. It's, I don't, I don't know. This maybe the well is a passageway to somewhere. Maybe it's, you know, goes back down to the sewer we were in. Yeah. Is there a is there a triangle opening somewhere? Uh, no, nope. You don't see any any opening, any keyhole, any grates, any drains, nothing. Just solid marble. This room, as you take in a little bit more and you look around, there is like more veget, like fresh vegetation and not like rotting vegetation in this room. Like where everything else has, if there is like plants or vegetation, it's all dead and decomposing. Here, it's a little bit more. It's not like thriving and healthy, but it is a little bit greener, and like Zolus, you notice this immediately. Like, like there is a little bit more life in this room. Hmm. I don't think I would be able to do anything because we're not where we need to. Like, just leave it be. I'm I'm okay with just like leaving this be. Like maybe this is just a place to retreat to if we ever need it. Let's go down the stairs. Okay. Rogar, you want some water? Or <laughs> head out? Uh, yeah, let's just go. Yeah. We've taken quite the beating today. Yeah, I don't I don't need to I dump out the rest of the water on the ground. Like, I don't need this to be a trick. <laughs> <laughs> I have been most tricked. <laughs> this 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 outing. All right, so you guys head back down the corridor, back towards the staircase, large spiral staircase. You guys go down. Yeah, that's the sound. Alrighty, you guys leave the first level of the dungeon, the tomb, having been beaten up and thrown around and crushed and bloodied but still alive all right so yeah i mean the make guys a little bit bigger but the the corridor here is is five feet so essentially the tiles are like two and a half feet so essentially a block of four tiles is a four foot or a five foot okay okay all right so you guys this descend begin your descent down the stairs as you get to the bottom i'm going to share a new document with you 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 see this plaque 
this like bronze plaque on the wall as soon as you get to the bottom of the stairs and ins engraved into into it says the ring is a path to another tomb the dead abhor sunlight only a jewel can tame the frog bow as the dead god intoned into the darkness descend so that is your new plaque and riddle that is in your documents for your disposal hmm. i'm not so sure we feel like we i feel like we solved the other riddle but which one did we miss the child no the, the child was the girl who was dead yeah i guess not then which one did we miss i don't know it just all felt like such a blur <laughs> yeah just like like subjectively speaking i just don't feel like we actually i don't think we were ahead of the riddle in any way is all no we sort of yeah it was very retroactive uh, um so at at the bottom of the stairs here there's a immediately a corridor going to the north and then there's a corridor going to the east and there is like uh the ledge around this big staircase that you can also walk around. Let's do this. Which way you want to go? I say east. Sure. I'm not fast. <laughs> I think. Let's go. Cool. Right. Let's do it. So as you guys begin to walk around this level, you notice that the environment is different. Where in the, on the first level, it was very overgrown vegetation, you know, decay. Here, they're like into the walls, these stone walls all along from every, everywhere that you can see so far are various devilish, devious faces engraved in that all seem to be laughing or making mocking faces. And as whereas the first level, the air smelled like rotting and decaying vegetation, down here, it smells like rotting and decaying flesh. Ew. Nice. Uh, but but the vegetation that was up there, like you don't see that down here. Okay. Um, as you make your way east, you again see a five foot long corridor that extends as far as you can see. There seems to be at about thirty feet in front of you, where you can see there seems to be some sort of intersection, cross intersection going north and south. Okay. What is that thing on the floor? What thing on the floor? Like where it goes north and south. Is is there some significance yeah. to what's on the ground? Oh, the like the like star shape. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Um, from what you can tell right here, it seems to be just a different pattern of the floor tile. Yeah. Yeah. But you're more than welcome free to go and investigate. Yeah, I'll investigate it. Why not? Okay. You, you make your way over to the intersection. You can see far now you can see farther in front of you and it does seem to open up into another chamber. You can't make out much yet of what's in that chamber. At this intersection, you you do see that it does appear to just be a different tile design uh and then and that there is a five foot corridor going north and south 
you do see, however, that the, the floor begins to slope upwards uh. on, on both sides, uh. going to the north and to the south. Yeah. Do you can continue like to the actual intersection, or are you still staying to the west side? No, yeah, I'll, I'll approach well, it. Wait, wait, Solus, what should should butterfly scope out the area? Oh yeah, I guess we could do that. No, caterpillar, you mean? Or caterpillar, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, um, you summon a familiar, familiar. And you summon Caterpillar, and she appears here. And what you can see, are, you can see through her, right? As like an action, like this. Yeah. Like same, thing, same as like the birdcage. So you can have basically, you can have two familiars now. But so the, looking the, through. The birdcage is, is what created Caterpillar. That's right. No, wait. Oh, oh, wait. I, I was thinking of um, Butterfly. But you're, you're summoning Caterpillar or Butterfly? The parrot or the snake? Parrot is caterpillar. Pa- carrot, the parrot, caterpillar, <laughs> butterfly, python. There's They're our episode title. Okay, so you see through her eyes, and you can see that to the north, there seems to be a corpse, relatively fresh. Like it's not a skeleton; it's not completely decayed. Um, but the the floors do continue to go up until they're vertical and you can't see like up them but it does appear that like the ceiling also curves around and turns into like a almost like a shoot like a vertical shoot at both ends of the north and south hall um and then to the east it's like a a u-shape yeah right now what you can see is basically a u-shape and then it goes out of view you can Fly up, you know, you can fly up it if you want to like see what's up there, or you can continue east or whatever. You I'll, want to do. I'll fly up first. All right, do you want to go to the north or to the south? North, wherever the corpse okay. is. Yeah, all north. right, the corpse is to the, the corpse is to the north, and it seems like it's like almost lying vertically on the floor, but it's not like sliding down or falling. It's almost like it's like propped up on the mm-hmm. floor, but almost like if you're looking at it from the bottom of the U, it almost looked like it was standing up. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Um, like, it's it's not floating, because, like, it looks like it's on the floor, but it is... Floating. Right, but the floor is vertical, so it's almost like it's, like, on like on the wall. Like, it's like gravity is following the curve of the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can see that as you fly over this corpse, it seems, like dressed fairly like an adventurer but is face down and you can't really make out much unless you went to like physically investigate but as you go up the vertical corner you can see that it does go all the way around and seem to connect to the other side to make a a circle essentially that's connected all right, so I'll, I'm going to follow the circle back down to the south and then like okay. come to the center. And then come to the center. Okay. So you, as Caterpillar, you go around from the north around and come back out the south of the circle and back in the center. And when you do, you 
are back in the same place as far as you can tell. Like, it looks the same. You're in the center of this intersection, of this corridor, but you don't see anyone else. Whoa. You don't see yourself. You don't see the other adventurers. And you don't see the body, like the corpse that was to the north. Okay. I'm going to loop back, like, the, the way I came. Okay. You go from the south to the north and back around and you reappear in the in the intersection that you're originally at and you see yourself and your party to the west and the corpse to the north okay what did the party see like did they, they see they, they saw caterpillar caterpillar go around like go up the north and then disappear and then disappear and then eventually come back down from the north okay Funky. All right. And then I'm going to send her forward too, like more east. Okay. You send her east and she she's, you see the entrance to a another larger tomb room with uh, four pillars around a, a, a more decorative uh, tile floor and another sarcophagus and on the sarcophagus there seems to be a light shining down that looks like it would be a, like a window in the ceiling but there's it doesn't make any sense of how there would be a like a, a window to like shine down sunlight but it looks like sunlight is coming down and hitting the sarcophagus okay all right that's the sunroom. The sunroom. Okay, so I bring Kedler back and then I like explain explain to everybody what I saw. The ring is a path to another tomb. Okay, so that could be the ring. The dead hate sunlight. Okay. Okay, there's sunlight shining on that tomb. Mm-hmm. When I sent Caterpillar around, that this area seems to form a circle. But when she came back to the center, like where we started, I she couldn't see us anymore. And so I'm assuming that you couldn't see her come from the, the south. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't see her come back until she came back the way that she first went. Right. So she went down and she was like, oh, shit, no one's here anymore. And then she went back up. So it appeared to be... Uh, a loop but i don't know if it was a loop it could be like a, a spiral yeah could be a spiral some sort of teleportation mm. yeah okay and you said you saw sunlight uh yeah so there's a big tomb there's a you know a sarcophagus and then there's sun beating down on it sun how would there be sun coming down this far down? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this place place full of magic, so. Right. I mean, I feel like you would you could like open up that sarcophagus and like melt whatever's in there, right? Open up the sarcophagus and melt whatever's in there, because because the because the dead abhor the sunlight, like it said. Yeah. That's what is you're it, thinking. Or is that too like is that too? I. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could be, you know, it could be a, 
obvious answer type of deal, but I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> well, what do people think? Do you want to go to another tomb? If we had enough of this tomb, we want to see another one. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in these illusions. I want to go on the loop. All right. I think that's that's where it's gonna take us. So wait, you want to go around the loop? That's what we saying. Yeah, we're going on a loop. Okay. You guys start walking. Wait. Are you going? Wait. Wait. Did Caterpillar? Yes, Caterpillar. Caterpillar Paragon. Yeah. Uh, did Caterpillar go backwards? Like do the reverse? Yeah. Yeah. To okay. to come back into get out. Like She's like gonna... start from. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. So, which direction you guys want to go in? I guess I could send Caterpillar south to north first before we make a choice. Yeah, let's do that. I'll send her south to north just to see if anything different happens. All right. Um, she goes around to the south out of view and looking through her eyes when she gets back to the intersection she cannot see you there okay all right so i bring her back around okay so each it's not a spiral because each way you go you end up in a new new area so there is some teleportation happening yeah i think i think it's probably something like that so as long as everyone's ready for that um let's check out this portal I want to Should know. We like all tie ourselves together with rope <laughs> so sure. that we all get teleported together. This is a fresh corpse. I'm kind of worried about who or what it could be. So I feel like we should check it out. Like, like make sure it's dead. Well, it looks pretty dead, but it's face down and it looks fresh. So, like, in theory, we could identify it in some way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's uh, give it a look over. All right, so you guys turn to the north. See this body. Um, give me a investigation. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so as you you flip over the body and you see what appears to be a tiefling adventurer okay. and wearing some some plate armor that on the left side of the chest on the armor is what appears to be a yellow flowing banner on a on a pole engraved into it mm. and, and marked into it you find a a small journal you Find a he's underneath him when you roll him over, there is a, a staff, and then you find a spell book. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's what that was the three things, three like main things that you find. Well, let's take a look. Um I'll start flicking through the book, not the spell book, the journal. Okay. As you do oh. there there is 
what it appears to that this is an adventuring like some sort of adventure that was in a party uh, most of the journal talks about small adventures through um the surrounding jungles um essentially like treasure hunter treasure hunting expeditions and whatnot and kind of like a ledger of uh goods found and returned and and you know how much they got paid as a party and and they're splitting up of their money is also a couple sketches of strange looking creatures or monsters that you've never seen before um and then toward at the end you find this note that kind of stands out and i added it to your documents if you want to look at it yeah should we be keeping a journal hmm. <laughs> oh no this seems very useful did they have a party name uh i don't look look at it okay. are you gonna read read company, the company. Oh, oh i'm sorry sorry i i, I know i was supposed to read it out loud um i will read it um to those who find this, know that I, Devlin Bashir, am the last surviving member of the Company of the Yellow Banner. Oh, there we go. It's you know, it's a bit of a mouthful, but um, the warlord Rasnissi stripped us of our weapons and threw us in here on orders of his master, Asarak. I can only imagine our souls are to be fed to his phylactery. Alas, it seems he is one. Our company was separated after the incident with the four armed gargoyle. Uh, the two gar guardians tore Steward to pieces, and with him, we lost the Starfallen. Our quest was a failure. Even if we found the eye, the elf princess was gone. My friends wouldn't have lasted long without their weapons, especially with the doppelganger in our midst, as set. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> um, especially with the doppelganger in our midst, as Steph suspected. Of course, I kept my staff. I'm sure Brixton would have seen some humor in that. Gentle reader, let a dying man offer you one piece of advice. Asarak is a trickster who desires nothing but your soul. His riddles may help you, but in the end, his final secret always leads to your doom. Tomorrow, save us all. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Damn, that shit's dark. Well, the star fallen. So, um. Huh. To me, to me, this sounds like solving these riddles is fueling Asarak's power over us. What if there I are? I don't know how I feel about that. What if there are no jungle deities? They're all just Asarak infiltrating our minds. Yeah, you should ask Moa. Moa. Allegedly, he tells the truth, but who yeah. is it? Yes, adventurer. <laughs> are Are you Asarak? <laughs> You're not Asarak, are you? <laughs> that demon spawn? No, no, young one. <laughs> I am not him. Okay. That's it. That's all you're going to ask. Yeah, I uh, Okay. Um, Cowie, how much would I know about doppelgangers? 
Uh, you can roll me a flat intelligence. Sure. Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> With a natural Ooh, one, zero. minus one, zero. You don't even know how to pronounce the word correctly. You don't know what that is. A da bog langer. Okay. I feel like I have a spell that like works against doppelgangers. So would I know what a doppelganger was? Based you off feel of like that? you have a spell that works against doppelgangers. What does that mean? Like, I feel like it's like, if this, <laughs> what thing, if this thing is a doppelganger, then... Maybe that's a shapeshifter. That's not the same thing. No, it's not. Okay. All right. Well, what else can we kind of clue? Also, okay, wait a second. This there's a this guy is freshly killed. <laughs> I mean, it's not like fresh, but it's not oh, like he's been down not, there for it's not centuries. Warm. No, no, no. It's not. It's not warm. It's just not like decomposing and like. Okay. So it could have been like a deck. Oh, wait, I don't know. A decade? How long does it take for? We, you a would year? assume it's been. It's it's been. I don't know. Like with with the stagnant air, not a lot of airflow. It's not going to decay as fast down here. You would you would say that it's probably been somewhere around a, a year that it's been down here. Okay. Well, still, this is um. What's in here is much more updated information about what's happening down here than the gods, in theory. It doesn't. Yeah, mention, yeah, for sure. It doesn't mention anything about the gods. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But also, all, I mean, all of the the tombs were unturned. We, yeah, we haven't found any open sarcophaguses already, so maybe they didn't even. They couldn't figure. Yeah, maybe, maybe they just like looked around a little bit on the first floor and like came straight down here or something. You know, like yeah, try, try to go try to go of, deeper quickly. Based off of their like notebook, what what level do I think they are? Yeah. Yeah, you know, based um, on the adventures that they've undergone in their past. <laughs> I rolled a d twenty and it was two, so. <laughs> okay. probably, probably like like not 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 very high. Like it's they. They weren't veterans of of like intensive adventuring. Like I said, it was mostly treasure hunting. You know, maybe like mm-hmm. in like a little gob- a goblin or skeleton cave for you know like some some booty. But like mm-hmm. this seems they seem like they were very you know very much out of their out of their league down here. Okay, but also like they it has doesn't detail a lot of like isn't detail what they were what was happening while it was happening it's kind of just like a, a vague after like rundown of things afterwards so it doesn't seem like they were keeping very good notes of what was happening or that they or they might have just been doing it very quickly and trying to just like get to the end somehow and ran into trouble doing that okay so big sub note forearm gargoyle uh tomb guardians we yeah, lost. I don't think we've seen any of that. And with him, we lost the Star Fallen. There's nothing else in this book about the Star Fallen that that's something they brought down here. Maybe, or that they found down here because it said that they were stripped of it, all their stuff, pretty much. Right. So they... Thrown down here. 
Star fallen, star fallen. Okay. Noted. It's also the eye. The eye. This was a failure. Even if we found the eye, the elf princess was gone. Okay. So I, I mean, I aren't we looking? Are we looking for an eye too? Do you think it's the same? Yeah. But, but but as far as I knew, like no one else knows it's down here, unless someone does, and they. But that was a year ago. This, I mean, the the cult hasn't been doing this ice as far as we know for for that long. But maybe that I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of confusing. I mean, objectively speaking, like how long have Vecna stuff could be down? Like the flashers could have been down here for how long? Yeah. Oh, like centuries, centuries, well, like, so, like a very long time. Once again, like logic would serve that someone else knew about it. Like no. I mean, yeah, it just you know I'm a very. I know I I like facts, and the facts that we knew before all this was that it was never written down in any sort of recorded history that they were. So if someone did have that information, it was very obviously very secretive and didn't or, or just didn't get out. Yeah, but or or it was just passed down orally. Like not everybody has written. written it's true. This is true. You know, and it, like yeah. that's your culture and your way of keeping track of intelligence, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if he was down here, I mean, like, he's not a, like a sheer skeleton, you know? So it, it couldn't have been like he came, I mean, as far as I know, logically, it couldn't have been like he came down here 500 years ago and then the information about Vecna stuff got lost to time. You know, it seems like he was here much, much more recently than that. Mm. Gentle reader, let the diamond offer you one piece of advice. Asterisk tracer who does nothing but your soul. It really may help you with an end. Okay, the other thing, so a doppelganger, I don't know exactly what that is, but it sounds like there was a betrayer in some way. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, that's not good. The Mora and God, what I know. Mineral history. I think she is. Or he is. Or they are. Nine. Um, yeah, you know that she was a, a goddess, but you're not sure about like specific details of what she was associ associated with or whatnot. Okay, I, I want to roll about... I want to roll for the doppelganger as well. Okay. I want. I'm right. worried about that being something we're gonna encounter down here. All right. Give me an intelligence roll. Nineteen. Yeah. I mean, you know that a. Well, let me look at the exact definition and tell you what you know. Um. Yeah. You know that they are shapeshifters that are usually devious and evil and can take on the appearance of other humanoids um for whatever gain or purpose that they might see fit okay. all right let's keep moving around the circle boys all right 
All right. Um, there is the staff in the spell book. Do we want to yeah. investigate that stuff? Wait, wasn't the staff the staff contract? He mentions that the staff would have would have been funny to one of his comrades that mm -hmm. he held on to it, even though. But also, if they were stripped of all their weapons, it's a staff that he found down here. So, hmm. something to think about. All right. Uh, I don't know. I look at the staff. Um, it appears to be, from what you can see, just looking at it, it looks like a quarter staff. It has some kind of decorative engravings in it, but you can't tell much else from that just by looking at it. Do the engravings look like some sort of animal? No. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, does anyone want a staff or do you want to add to your collection, Zolas? Um, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the one I have. Okay. Uh, whatever. I'll just put it on my back for now, I guess. All right. When, when you grab it, you can feel that there is some like magic reverberating off it. No. Um, what does it do? <laughs> I don't know. I, I say abracadabra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you like no I know because you can't do that um it doesn't do anything but if you give me an arcana roll you can see if you can deduce what type of magic or what it might do so arcana two <laughs> uh yeah you're not sure what it does but it definitely does something I like to take a look at it for him <laughs> <laughs> all right you t you take it and you. With your experience with staffs, you know this is a staff of striking. Um, it requires attunement, but it is a plus three quarter staff, plus three to attacks and damage. And it has a certain number of charges. You don't know how many yet. Maybe, you know, maybe you spend some time with it, you might get more information. But you know that with the with weapons of striking that when you hit like using a melee attack you can essentially expend charges to increase damage okay all right that's pretty cool definitely yeah. let's hold on to that but I feel like, yeah i feel like that this is for you zolas yeah it's probably but i i don't want to hold two staffs right now <laughs> fair enough all right I don't think I can be attuned to two, so. Attuned? Yeah, you could, I think you can be attuned to two objects. To double check, but. And I have a ring of feather ball. That's handy. Yeah. Jeez. Especially um, with spider sorry. climb. <laughs> oh, a creature can be attuned to no more than three magic items at a time. Huh. Oh. And you can't be attuned to more than one copy of an item. So you can be attuned to two rings of protection. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, and then there's the spell book, right? Yes. Flipping through the spell book, there's level one, two, and three spells in it. It is a, appears to be a, a, a wizard spell book. So 
none of you are wizards. So what I would say is that you're all spellcasters, but you don't use spell books. So essentially, you could turn the spell the pages into scrolls. Or take time to learn it. No, I, 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 if it's not in your only if it's in your right classes there. classes spell list. But if it's not, you would have to use a spell scroll, and there was a there was a fifty percent chance that it wouldn't work. Okay. So it's like be, be, if it's because it's not part of your class, but if it is part of your class, then you could you like use it like one hundred percent like a regular spell scroll. Um, the just like really really quick the spells so you can see are alarm level one is alarm comprehend language detect magic expeditious retreat identify illusory script sleep and tensors floating disc level two spells are arcane lock cloud of daggers flaming sphere and knock and level three spells are dispel magic and fireball. <laughs> Cool. All right. Some interesting stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like really like they're very a lot of those spells are very particular. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Is someone gonna? Does anyone want to take the spell book? Zolus, you probably have the most use. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll take it. I'll add it to my spell books. Okay. Just uh, make sure make sure you like designate it as a thing from uh, the spell book so we can see if it works or not. Yeah. 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 I will. Is it does it spell slot if we use it on the book or no? No. No. Works? No. It would just be an action to try to use it, and then I would just do a highs or lows and to see if it works. And nice. if not, you just you just burned an action, and the spell scroll uh, would like burn up and be used. Okay. It's a lot of cool level two. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys also like? Are you keeping the journal, Devlin's journal? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Anyone else to have those warnings? Maybe we'll use right. it on our own one day. Maybe. So you take that stuff and then you go around the loop. And yeah. when you come back to the base of the intersection, you are all there. Devlin's body is gone. And that is where we will pick up next time. Great. All right. New tomb. Tomb inside a tomb. And still in step tune. Tuneception. Tuneception. Okay. Well, we definitely covered more ground today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys made it to the second level. <laughs> you know, you're, you're getting there. What percentage would you say we've covered in this? I'd say... Five. Yeah, I was going to say four. <laughs> Pro- probably, probably around... 12 to 15. Oh. Yeah, that's right.
Yo, thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Sorry this one took a while to get out. Uh, life's been pretty busy, but I'm going to jump right into the next one and hopefully get another one out pretty quickly. So until next time, peace. And finding other things It didn't hurt It didn't stuff baby